All right. I hope everything is working. Dear God, please be working. I've had enough troubles <laughs> with this this morning, uh, this afternoon, this evening, and good night. Um, cool bedtime. Yeah, bedtime. About the normal length of our games, right? <laughs> right. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Jeff uh, promised we streamed. He didn't promise for how long. That's right, right. Game over. All right. Um, good game. Uh, five points for everybody. Um, Sweet. <laughs> last session, though, so... Um, I am your host, as always, Dr. RPG Jeff Harvey. This is Star Trek Europa, and uh, this is part two of our episode that we started last. It was now two weeks ago, at least for us. Some of you streaming this will not have been two weeks ago, um, but whatever. That's good. Um, this episode is called A Deep Hatred, part two. Um, so let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. We've done this a million times. We'll do it probably a million more. Uh, Evelyn, go ahead. I'm Evelyn Corbin. I play Dr. Desave Onayet. That's all I got. All right. Brian. I'm Brian. I am playing uh, Dr. Or Captain Jorad Hage, <laughs> Captain of the Europa. Dr. Hage, downgrade and sidegrade. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's an honorary degree. It's an honorary degree. Doctor in boat buildingology. Yeah. Um, Jack, go ahead. Yes, hello. I am Jack. Uh, I play Commander Irani Ambrose, uh, as well as plenty of other side characters, as we all do. Uh, and I actually do other stuff that I can tell you about. I have my own channel, twitch.tv slash The People's Ascension, uh, where I do various Let's Plays and Hangout sessions throughout the week. But the big draw is our Dungeons & Dragons game every Saturday at 2 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. We are just at the climax of our current uh, sort of chapter we're doing, going through a really fun uh dungeon crawl so if you're interested in some fantasy to go along with the sci-fi we have here come check me out cool i pimped your group the other day oh thank somebody you. was was looking for a, another DD feed and the DD meme page i'm in i'm like hey i know one nice that's always appreciated cool. it's the best way to grow a channel just just telling people legit right. So on our on, on a quick recap let's go ahead and and do a since we're probably going to start um not in a place where we can do a recap unless somebody had one they wanted to do. Let's go ahead and do a quick recap. What do you got, Evelyn, for notes? Uh, <laughs> None. Um, <laughs> right, no, pretty much. It's been the longest day, and I worked an extra three hours. Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't really have a whole lot of time. But uh, we discovered that the Klingons um, that are weird and modified have possibly Iconian tech and some maybe Romulan tech and some Borgi tech and some tech that we know exists, but Starfleet won't touch because it's kind of squishy on the moral side of things. Um, Tong got startled awake by Eva because she'd found some weird anomalous um, signal in the logs. And so she wanted him to track it down before she went and bothered the higher-ups. Um, which I don't believe we had gotten to a resolution on that yet. Uh, Ambrose commended Cherka for her initiative in refining the sensors. Um, invited her on the team scanning for the Klingons in the Danasian system. When we got to the system, several Federation ships were in the area um the report from the copernicus that there was a there was an outbreak um where 
really sure what was causing the spread, but lots of villages were quarantined. A Klingon ship, the IKS Wrath, had been seen a few days ago. Uh, it's a newer ship that is associated with Varnak. We had contact from the Klingon, or they had contact from the Klingon ship. Morjad? Morjad? Morjad. Um, who is one of the sons of Martok, threatened the Copernicus, but didn't fire on them, told them to leave. They detected several Klingons transporting into the Northern Hemisphere. So we decided wisely that we were going to also transport down into the Northern Hemisphere. Um, the team I have going to the planet is Dasavi, Daphine, Ambrose, and Chirka. Is that right? So Daphine, come with us. Yes, Daphine and Dasavi went to the towns. To That's right. Them. That's right. Not to the Klingons. Yeah. Okay. I think I started to make that note and then got distracted. Yeah. Okay. Anybody have anything they want to add? Are we sure we don't want to get one of Evie's characters in with the uh, cave away team? Because it looks like things are going to go down here. Might be good to redcon one of them being here. Uh, the only character it would make sense to send is Mills, and she's already working on... I suppose, really, we could hand that over to Koba. Um, she'd set up containment fields... Uh, with board board quarantine protocols on the brig because Hage wanted the Klingons transported straight up to the brig. Well, yeah. then I I think uh, Mills was assigned for defending the ship in case it yeah was on attack or if she needed to step onto tactical uh, in case of a ship combat or something. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I just thought I'm fine either way. Okay, so down. I noted in the chat, but I also wanted to note for our audience that we we landed on the line. Uh, Cherka had asked permission to be ter terrified, and Ambrose said, "No, permission denied. Keep your shit together." <laughs> and we went to black. Mr. Tong. Mr. Tong. Um, you have been um, tracking down the anomalous reading. Uh, that you have come to the realization was a, uh, or appeared to anyways be, some sort of transmission from the ship to an unknown location. Uh, the, the, it appeared to you that the transmission had been sent from uh, one of the decks where, I think it was deck one, I think, as we decided. Well, mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, near uh, a replicator in deck one lounge. Correct. It was uh, uh, one of the hall lounges, um, specifically. Not one of the actual. Not not the. Um, it was in a corridor lounge, not the main lounge. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's a corridor lounge just like that. Um, shared. Um, all right. Uh, Brian, you're not logged into Fantasy Grounds at the moment. Uh, so, with that in mind, you were digging around. Um, I don't remember if we'd gotten much farther than that. Because um, it's been two weeks and I didn't take notes on that because I suck. So, uh, 
let's see yeah uh found found the signal was pushed through the replicator system right um or i, I was i was uh yeah trying trying to go through the replicator system uh comparing the patterns to transporter like signals and transmission like signals because the replicator use kind of uses both right um uh, even noted no sign that anybody was in the location at the time, but uh, we did determine it came from a, sp a specific uh, lounge replicator. Right. That's what I got so far. Okay. <clears throat> so you're digging through um, the log files that you've got, uh, and you, you're digging, you know, you're taking apart the, the replicator system and, and getting deep into there and, and like level one diagnostic type stuff, getting in there and really moving around. Um, and you know there appears to be uh, a small device, approximately the size of a baseball, uh, with eight little tubes coming off of it. Um, and all eight of the tubes are plugged into various su subsystems on the replicator uh, replicator system. Like it's bypassing certain things. It's using the power draw from that. It's you know it's it's a it's a fancy dandy little piece of machinery that um, uh, the technology appears to actually be uh, quite unique. You can go ahead and give me a uh, an engineering role if you'd like to get okay. more information out of that, and I'll let you ask some questions. So that would be insight or reason and engineering. All right. Uh, insight, engineering. Uh, let's see, where is my information on Tong? Uh, let's, would my, would my focus in transporters and replicators come into play here? Or is this kind of bypassing that yeah, speciality? Yeah, I'll, I'll allow okay. it. <clears throat> is there a difficulty complication range you can give me? Uh, difficulty is going to be two, no complication range. Well, okay. I mean, the normal complication range. Uh, yeah, we'll just go for this. 11 and a 5 for three successes. Well done, Tong. Um, so the first thing you're going to get just outright is that uh, the technology appears to be um, Vulcan in origin. Um, you may ask additional questions if you wish. Uh, you have one question for sure, but if you have questions that are that should make sense to be able to ask that you should know, go ahead and ask them and I'll throw them in there too. Cause I didn't really tell you what the thing did. <laughs> so. uh, yeah. I mean, is that a question I can ask? What does the thing do? Um, so the different, that too broad. It, it's a little broad, but that's why I, you know, yeah. anyway, it's fine. Um, so it's definitely drawing in power and it's masking the energy movement. Um, so it's, it is, Essentially, kind of a, a rewiring of the of the system to provide power in a um, in a hidden way. It's a subterfuging device, basically. Mm -hmm. So it also probably has some programming in it that you wouldn't be able to get from right here. But there's clearly it does additional things that, without breaking it down in the lab, you won't be able to know. Right. Um... I don't know if this counts as a question, but would Tong be able to figure out how to re safely remove it? Yes, no problem. Pretty okay. Easy. 
then my my I, I will spend a momentum because it looks like we have max of them um, to to ask more questions. Uh, I believe that's how that works. Sure. You, um, have, you still have one question that I'll, you can go ahead and ask. That, okay, that okay. the the broad question of what does it do is not really a question. Okay. Uh, yes, it looks like it's drawing power in from someplace and creating a sort of buffer system to mask that. Does it look like it's uh, relaying information anywhere? Uh, yes, it would shunt information that was beamed to it into the system, in, into the trans, uh, the replicator system, um, and then it appears to change it from essential transporter data to almost a a broadcast transmission. It works like it's it's basically setting up the replicator to work like a transmitter for data, a transporter for data. Okay. And it receives data itself. Okay. That's your one question. Uh, so then I spend momentum to ask another one, right? All right, yep. Okay. Uh, can I figure out what where it is sending that transmission data uh, to determine you know, how it's actually transmitting. It has to be, the signal has to be coming from some sort of dish or array or something. Right, on the, sh on the ship, you mean? On the ship, yeah. yeah Physical it is, hardware. It is using the transporter array. But the transporter yeah. signal array. So the, the transporters have to okay. use an array of their own. So it is using yeah, the same yeah. array's system that the transporters themselves would be using. It's using the transporter, transporter array to broadcast its transmission and receive transmissions does not appear to be receiving transmissions only oh i thought you said the machine was receiving information the, the little machine that you have the little baseball machine is receiving transmissions from somewhere else it receives transmissions to itself probably from within the ship something has to be relatively ah, close to it okay um, it is a receiver that is then transmitting the data out of the ship on the transporter signal okay gotcha uh that will be good enough for me tong will just then go about yeah, you know, taking this thing off and getting it to a lab. Okay. We are back. Um, so, down in the mines, well, not the mines, but the down in the, for lack of a better term, dungeon, um, Chirka and Ambrose and a number of yellow shirts. Um, I think you guys had four you took down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you are in what appeared to be uh, a cave system that was. Uh, hewn by transporter signals uh, by transporters earlier. Um, just off to the one side, there appears to be the odd um, constructed rooms um, with the alien technology that you were uh, that you had seen. 
Um, way, way off in the distance, you can hear the sound of voices. They're muffled. It's hard to tell what they're what they are saying or anything like that. Like it's 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 just noise to where you are standing. Um, but it's you know maybe a hundred yards or so in front of you, down corridors and whatnot. Um, they definitely sound to be Klingon of nature. Um, they're also the sounds of tools, uh, power tools and whatnot working. So. What do you guys want to do? Do the voices seem alerted to our presence? They do not. Mm. They are clearly um, yelling at each other, uh, or at least yelling in the same vicinity as each other. Um, largely, it sounds like they're yelling over the sounds of the tools. I don't think uh, they've seen us, Commander. Maybe we should be quiet? Yes. Um Yeah, it doesn't seem they are alerted to our presence. We should use this time uh, to see what we can find out. Uh, that machine over there, you think you get some information off of it? I, well, uh, I can look for, yeah, I think I can. Um, so uh, she'll go over and she'll start like trying to take off panels, trying to figure out what, the, what makes this thing tick. Okay. Um, easy to get the panels off. Um, when you first open up the thing, it's, it's, there's definitely a mixture of technology in here. Um, I shouldn't say mixture. A, it is a, it is a confusing array of technology in here. Uh, it is, it is very old and there are some slightly newer components and well, I mean, there are some newer components that are obviously replaced by the Klingons, um, Go ahead and give me a uh, uh, engineering roll, and we'll let you do some, get some okay. tinkering around in there. I'll go ahead and use a uh, moment. Okay. Uh, eight, fifteen, and four. I assume that's three successes. Yeah. Um, well, was, because typically it was two. Tinker around in there. So. Okay. Um, but uh, just to, just so I'm clear. Does um, uh, system maintenance uh, count as a focus? I would say no. Okay. Not in this case. All right. Then in that case, it's just two. Okay. Um, no, it'd still be three, wouldn't it? Or no. Yeah, it'd be three, wouldn't it? No. Because if the focus doesn't apply, they're each just one success. The oh, the fifth. I thought you were. I thought fifteen was your goal. So no, no, no. The her highest ability is fourteen. I got you. Okay. Um. So that's success. Success. What? What exactly are you trying to do? Just get some information as to what's going on in here. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to determine what this device does. Who made it? That kind of stuff. Um. Doesn't take long for you to just to to determine. This is probably Iconian technology. Um. Mm -hmm. As to what it's doing, this the console that you're currently looking at appears to be the life support system. Well, this is just keeping air in the tunnel, but uh, I I would guess maybe the more sensitive tech is down where down with the Klingons. Uh, okay, I thought I thought last week or last we played, I thought we determined it was a uh, it was the transporter. I I, I could be that. mistaken. There was okay. a transporter system in there. Uh, well, no, I don't remember how that worked out. But the the machine she just looked at is is going is the um 
with the life support and like no, power, basic it, power systems. Uh, Jackie is right, though. Uh, the note I have is the tech appears to be some sort of control center, energy consummate with transport systems of some sort. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had that. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. Because if it is a transporter, I have a I have a plan. If it's not a transporter, then the room you're in is not a transporter. <laughs> the facility okay. was a transport facility, is what you got the the. Okay. It, it should have been that the the, okay. the the main power systems in the building are running towards the transport system, um, and that's what the facility seems to be appears to have been built for. I mean, it's you, not complicated to figure out what that means, but are you using transport with a capital T or a lowercase T? Uh, is it transporters or is it? It is not transporters. It is a transport facility, as in there's some kind of. It's probably a gateway. Gotcha. Oh, okay. We, so we think that there's a gateway in there. Yeah, it's probably some kind of gate system here. Uh, Commander, I've got okay. bad news and really bad news. All right, good news first. Well, the, the well, um, I haven't uh, run screaming from the cave yet. Um, that's the good news. The bad news, though, is that there's an Iko there's an Iconian gateway. I figured that was a possibility. Is that the bad news or the really bad news? I, I can't think of much worse news, Commander. That's fair. Uh, perhaps this whole installation is trying to specifically uncover it. Uh, purely speculation at this point. Uh, can you tell if these systems tie into anything else that you might be able to get some more concrete information from? Sensors, uh, map of the area. I think I've gotten about all the information system. I can from here. Um, unless Jeff, can I do another roll? I don't. I don't know. Um, so you would be able to get a basic readout of the floor plan from the life support system. Yes. Okay. Do I need to? Roll no, there's no roll. Or... You just you can just do that. All right. Yeah, I've got. I've I've downloaded a floor plan. Um, I think maybe, I think maybe the, um, I, I think maybe we got, we have to go this way. And what leads you to this conclusion? Uh, well, uh, and she'll uh, bring up uh, a tricorder. She'll point out the shafts and uh, hallways that lead, uh, since she's got a map, uh, or at least a, ba a basic map, and she'll point out the it's directions. Yeah, with the map, it's pretty clear to see what the most important area of the building is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so remind me, did we have a specific mission we were on, a specific objective? I Determine we what the Borg were doing. The or they're doing. Yeah, just saying, what they're doing. Keep saying yeah, Borg, we gonna, but... <laughs> we were going to take these Klingons prisoner. That was the hope, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that was ever uh, Ambrose's hope, but sure, okay. No, that was what captain wanted yeah yeah okay all right i'll roll with it yeah because he was going to beam them all up into the transporter right and lock them right. up after that so okay let's uh let's proceed cautiously these are heavily augmented beings that might be able to uh sense us coming all right gonna head into the facility then yeah um, all right, you move through the facility. 
I'm assuming quietly, or at least in an attempt mm -hmm. to be quiet. It's not very difficult because there are power tools and screaming Klingons. Not screaming, but yelling Klingons. Slightly different from screaming. Um, did you have what... I'm trying to think what your augments were. You didn't have an actual augment ability, did you? Um, Ambrose, you weren't like... You didn't have like improved hearing or vision or anything like that, right? No. Okay. Um, in that case, your, your sense of... I yeah, I have, I have empathy, yes. so I can kind of use that as like an empathetic sonar, I suppose. <laughs> a little bit. Um, you get the distinct impression that in the tunnel there are a number of Klingons. I think I decided there were eight last time. Um, however, after several minutes, uh, a couple of them seem to leave, uh, just immediately disappear, which indicates they probably transported out. Mm -hmm. So uh, with that, we will jump back over to the city. While you guys walk a little farther. And I've got Daphine mm -hmm. and Dasavi. Um, you are the two of you are in the city. It's a it's a um, fairly bright day actually. There's a lot of Starfleet shuttlecraft, relatively speaking, um, flying in and out. They're bringing in medical supplies, a lot of which are too delicate for transport. It's a mutagenic virus, so you don't want to uh, do too many beamings. Um, as it can break down, there's a, the potential for breakdown of um, delicate DNA strands and that kind of thing. So, uh, in some ways, uh, it is replication. So anyway, the, the there are several buildings set up that are being used as quarantine uh, facilities and triage centers and that kind of thing. Um, there's a definitive. Um, uh, panic in the city it's a, a very like it's an underlying current of panic in the city um in that there is so many people that are ill and becoming more ill uh, and the resources are quickly draining that sort of panic um there's also a large morgue um that has been set up if depending on what you'd like to start with or the admi admin buildings or really anything anyone anyone or anything you're looking to do so can Daphine start organizing a the the medical area, sure. and like you know, separating the sick from the healthy and getting people to calm down. I have the bedside manner talent, which lets me, when the character succeeds at a medicine task to heal another injury, uh, the character may remove a personal complication from the patient. Uh, so I'm assuming that some of them are sick, and I would like to get them all to calm down a bit. Um, yeah, you can, you can start working on some of that. Uh, um, you're not the first ship to respond here, but you can definitely work on, on helping out with that process for sure. So go ahead and give me a roll. And, uh, are you doing just like in general, or are you going to one of the facilities to, to try to get people to calm, to, to get things under control? Can I organize multiple facilities from here? Like start coordinating in that? You'd probably need someone to contact like. You could certainly, you could, yes, um, yeah. Okay, well, we don't we don't need to role play through going through and getting all the content information and stuff that, like that. So that's what I was thinking. I would contact the right people and like right start getting things organized in, in a efficient Starfleet manner. Right. Uh, I would like to spend another momentum. That is four successes. Three, uh, no, three successes. Sorry. Three. Seven and two for five, I assume. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you um, 
to get that momentum back. Um, you can definitely you definitely start getting things uh, um, get the logistics moving and start getting people under uh, at least in the <coughs> in the general vicinity uh, are starting to feel more secure that Starfleet is is taking this more seriously and now the, now the Europe has arrived that there's a greater level of resource involved. So okay. great. Well, now that I've uh, prepared a more uh, hospitable uh, healing area, I'll leave the uh, miracle working to Doctor Desavi. What would you like to do, Desavi? Um, I am going to go report in to whomever is leading this dog and pony show, okay. and find out where our greatest area of need is. Okay, you arrive at the main um, uh, triage complex. Um, where you're seeing a lot of, I mean, there's probably a couple hundred patients in the in the area, in the building. Um, it's obviously a reused, um, some sort of like sporting arena, probably a Precy Squares or something like that. Um, and they're just beds and beds and beds, and the large tarped off areas where, uh, like exam areas, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and then there are shuttlecraft that are coming in and out, like ambulance bays. Yeah. Um, when you get in, you're pointed, you know, you're asking around, and you're pointed to um, Doctor Iran. Um, he is the head uh, doctor for the area, for the facility, and really the one controlling the city's response. Iran Toraf. Toraf. T O R A A T O R A T H, Iran Taraf. Um, he is a Devonian or Di Dionysian, sorry, which is the planet you're on. Yeah. Um, he's he's working through uh, a, a log of case files. Um, like going through and noting them and, and entering like data from a various number of pads he has to route into a single pad, trying to make sure that he has the data. I mean, you've done it before. It's it's clearly yeah. like triage tracking. It's it's um right simple stuff. So give a moment until he hits a good breaking point and then clear my throat. Oh, doctor, forgive me. I didn't see you there. No worries. Are you from the Europa? Yes, uh, Dr. DeSavio Nayet. My chief of nursing is seeing to people and helping to calm some of the atmosphere here. Uh, where do you need me? Uh, uh, that depends on if you can replicate yourself. I need about 400 hmm. more doctors. Um. That technology is a little beyond us. But Shame. the Klingons might be working on it. Oh, that's encouraging. Yeah, uh, encouraging is a word. The mutagenic virus, from what I can tell, does not leave a lot of room for um, doctoring. Uh, mm. This is the triage center, and he starts. He, he picks up his one pad and starts walking you around and pointing things out to you. We are able to handle around 150 cases at any given time here. I believe there are about 230 here at the moment. Um, the idea behind our triage is to simply see what state of the mutagenic um, 
uh, of the mutation, I suppose, the agent has applied to the individual. Uh, if they're in stage one, they are mostly fine, uh, and we will watch them to see if there's anything uh, as rapidly as the changes will come on. And by the time they reach stage four, um, they are in almost entirely in cellular, uh, cellular compromise and uh, internal necrosis. Hmm. The virus is attempting, from what I can tell, to rewrite uh, their DNA, but uh, the majority of the Dionysian peoples here on this planet are uh, incompatible. Hmm. Who is compatible? There are a handful that we have found, uh, about a dozen or so, who appear to have some sort of uh, markers in their DNA that uh, prevents the well actually that is the mutagenic agent binds to and uh, appears to be successful in its mutations um, I can't tell for certain what the mutation actually does other than some minor genetic appearances um, some strength increases they are clearly healthier once the mutagen runs its course but again, I've only seen about a dozen cases planet-wide so far. Any pattern in species, race, family history, past illnesses? Now, honestly, Doctor, I would love to check all of those things, but I simply have been overwhelmed. It's something that if you have the resources, uh, we would certainly... That would be the next logical step in research. Well, of the six, who are they? He, uh, he flit flitters around on his little pad and, and uh, hands you a data, a data, uh, ice linear data ch chip. There's mm. the information that we have, along with the information that we have on the four stages. Let's start combing through that. Any help you can offer, Doctor, is appreciated. Uh, and barring any of that, um, there is always a hypospray available. And he points to the triage people. Um, if you'll excuse me, I uh, am going to finish compiling this data. If you have any questions, Doctor, please don't hesitate. I presume we have a research team working on some sort of cure or inoculation. Uh, we're working as best we can, but I'm extremely limited in resources. Uh, this agent spread to most of my... Uh, colleagues as well so there is uh, a diminishing return on, or a, a diminishing available resource uh, mm -hmm. Starfleet has offered additional uh, use of their computers however the majority of the ships that are here are using their, the majority of their resources for replication of various medications well luckily Eva is a genius among computers I suspect that is at least a part of the reason why uh, the Europa was sent here mm -hmm. again if you'll excuse me doctor certainly do we still have a piece of Eva on the yacht or has that been resolved that was resolved although okay. technically she's already there because the yacht is right the yacht links as long as there's a link that you can reach through subspace communications Eva can be in both places okay we could have uh, we could have uh, go ahead. Uh, we we could have uh, Jissa 
take the yacht uh, down so that way she can join this, this scene. It's up to you guys. Fine by me. Uh, I mean, that that's on the doctor's order. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just, well, just, I, I believe the plan was Jissa and her flight team were standing by just in case there was starship combat and we needed to scramble the uh, mm. the fighters. But, I mean, that's up to you guys if you want to change the plan. No, I not think that, that it was a, I think not that it was a strict it. plan anyway. So I mean, she'll she'll right. ferry a yacht down if you if it will help if you want to use it as like a, a mobile research site. She's all for that. You just need no. To I I think we need the yacht down, but I think having our ace pilot bring it down is kind of foolish when we've got a bunch of Klingons in the mix. Yeah, you, you could send any old yeah pilot to to take the yacht down. So I'll come up to the up to the captain. Uh, Captain, I have need of Eva's brain. Could you spare the yacht? Consider it done. I'll send somebody down. Thank you. How? What's the status down there? Um, everyone's dying. It's a matter of when. Mm, that's awful. Indeed. Do you think that the, um, the Klingons we found in the cave might be involved? The timing is convenient. I'm withholding judgment, but the timing is a little convenient. I have Dr. Th 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 Torres notes. Uh, I'm going to be pouring over them. It would seem this virus is overwriting, or the goal of the virus is to overwrite DNA. Unfortunately, the Dionysians are not compatible, so it's just blowing through them. Uh, a handful of people, he said he's seen about six survive, and those that survive are stronger, they're healthier. I suspect a lot like the Klingons that we have in deep freeze on the ship. I see. Well, if you do find any evidence that the Klingons are involved, uh, do let me know because it may affect our other team. I wonder, and this is pure speculation at this point, I haven't had a chance to really to dig into anything, but I wonder if the Klingons are at fault accidentally. You think they may have spread it, they may have the disease and spread it themselves. Exactly. An interesting thought. But we'll see what the research has to say. Yes, of course. Let me know. Keep me posted. Will do. Okay. Going to start getting digging into that then? Yep. All right. Give me a medical roll. Um, let's say... Where's Dasabi at here? Dasabi. Let's go ahead and say... Uh, reason... I would also allow daring if you really wanted to push the boundaries of what you're allowed to do, um, and mm -hmm. medicine or science. Let's um, go virology for now. Virology, virology, infectious disease, or xenobiology would apply. Okay. Does the calm and orderly environment provide an advantage? It would actually negate the disadvantage from earlier. Well, I'll take it. That was very loud. Oh, terrible roll. Terrible roll. <laughs> It's one success, though. Okay. Um, it's going to take you quite a while to go through this data. Um, it is, it's a lot of overwhelming information. Okay. Um, with that, I'm going to say you get 
some you get the basic information you get to see his you know what he's got written there you get the name the six names where okay. do you want to start with your comparison of the six uh, the first thing I want to know is what species are they? They're all Dionysian. Oh. That's that's clear. Mm, okay. That's why he couldn't give me a proper answer. That you don't even need to roll your, your thing for. But if okay. you want to, where do you want to, beyond that, where do you want to start? Mm. Um, you want to get deep into their, into their DNA and RNA sequencing? Do you want to get into their genealogy? Do you want to get into any past medical history? Um, similarities as far as like training, education, ex, uh, ex, life experience. The phenol suggests since it seems to be genetic, maybe look for recessive genetic markers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think starting with genetics first and then from their past medical history. Okay. Um, and then I think third on that is going to be similar life experiences, work exposure, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Typically, but you're gonna start with the gene. You're gonna start with the 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 genes. Yeah. Genetic markers and whatnot. All right. Um, I am gonna have the two of you do an extended task. Um, whichever one he wants to lead can lead. Uh, I assume that would be Dasavi. Yeah, I'll take lead on that. Difficulty is two. Your work is only gonna be eight. Uh, resistance is two, magnitude is two. Okay. So not super difficult. No. Focus um, is still apply. Focus is still apply, and your your interval time interval is going to be uh, six hours. Okay. A little bit better. No, that was kind of a little bit better. That's two and a complication. I assist. And that's successful assist, I assume. Yep. All right. So difficulty was two. You've got three. Three. Um, which is Does the does the ship get to help? That's true. Ouch. Yes, because you brought Eva down, Eva actually gets to help. So you get full Eva whatever's, which means that she's got advantage on five and under, and she doesn't help at all. Um, she's like, I'm working on it, damn it. Um, squishy meat suits. Well, really, I brought Eva down to get her working on a cure. Gotcha. Uh, well, you have to identify you have to identify a, a, a path before you can do right. that. So. Um, she's working on other information. That's why she could only help out with over here and didn't help you very much. Because she can multitask do both. Uh, your resistance is two, so you have one success. I'm sorry, that resistance applies to work. Um, so go ahead and give me your your little uh, dice roll there, the, the, the six-sided die. Yeah. Um, five total with two effects. Uh, minus two. Uh, you do have the one momentum you can spend to reduce resistance if you want. Yeah, that's a two-for-one uh, special there. Yep. So you've got five, which gives you a magnitude. Mm-hmm. Um, and two of the effects don't matter in this situation. Um, all right, so you're making progress. You're clearly making good progress. Um, the complication uh, is going to come into play. I'm going to use that. I'm going to take that momentum or threat because I'm going to use it on the next roll. So okay. it's going to complicate your future roll. Okay. Um, in fact, I'll just add, tell you what it's going to do now. I'm going to I'm going to up the resistance by one for the next single roll. Okay. 
it'll be resistance of three. It'll be resistance of three. Um, not 30. I typed 30 for a second there. <laughs> All right. So the next six hours, you guys are doing that. You're you know, montaging with light beams Montage. and test tubes and whatnot, um, which Science. brings us back. What's that? Science. Science. <laughs> uh, which brings us back to the more immediate threats, which is Arani and Chirka. Um, Tong is, I'm assuming in the lab doing things, which we'll get back to him shortly also. Um, all right, so you guys, uh, one of you, uh, no, I'm not going to make you do that. I was going to say, give me a sneak and roll, but it doesn't, it's unnecessary. Um, what is your plan currently? You're, you can you can quit pretty quickly. It's not a huge facility. It's probably only um, like the size of a small office space, uh, like a small office building, I should say. Um you can come up on the Klingons fairly quickly. Uh, you can, they are around a corner. When you go in, it, there's a long hallway, uh, and then there are several doors uh, along the hallway, but when you get to the end of the hallway, or you, you can see the end of the hallway, it takes a sharp left turn, um, which is where the sound appears to be coming from. Uh, I remember I asked the doctor at some point to look into ways of disabling the Klingon's technology, but I don't remember if we actually ever got anywhere with that. You had not yet found okay. a, a means. There was, she was working on it. I think she actually got you a hypo spray or something that, that would possibly work, but it wasn't like arranged. I don't know that we got okay. very far on that. Is what yeah. I mean. Yeah. Um, certainly if you could get within touch range, you could use uh, a, Powerful sedative, which the doctor would have certainly been able to give you. Mm. Okay. Uh, like can we determine co-gas? ketamine? Cogas. Like ketamine. <laughs> we determine how many are still here. There were eight, some left. Yes. Um, you focus a little bit. You can. You can. You can um, focus on their individual feel, the individual emotions of the of the people that are there, and you get that there are there are six remaining. So okay. Left. And and they're they're all just down the corner. Pretty much, yep. Okay. The room uh, that the room that, that getting a basic sense of direction from there, the room feels fairly large. Um, they are spread out, but they like you can hear for the most part that they're roughly in the same area, or I mean, they're roughly in the same area. And that's that room, where the sound of various tools and correct, yeah. construction is going on. Okay. That room may be, mechanically speaking, several zones large, um, but it is pretty much one room. Can I offer momentum to say that the room is unsound since they're working on it? What do you mean unsound? Like it could collapse at any moment because it's with a little provocation. Uh, that's not the kind of work they're doing. Okay. I like where your head's at, but it's not the kind of work they're doing. It wouldn't. It wouldn't apply. Um, the the well, the work they're when you go in the room, you'll see the kind of work they're doing. I mean, this is an ancient room. So. That's true. Yeah. Uh, it could be unstable for other reasons, but probably not the work they're doing. Sure, but uh, you know, what, and yeah, I'll take I'll take what I can get. <laughs> sure. We haven't found any other terminals where we could access information from. 
without going into the other rooms, you would, there's none that are obvious. You've got the main room where you're at. So the basic layout, and again, I was trying to find a map for this. I couldn't find one. The basic layout is you've got the the area that was the, the beamed out, carved out rock. From there, you had a, a small room that had councils, uh, which it was pretty limited there. You had your power station council. You had your uh, life support council, um, and that was more or less what was in that room. Some other minor things like library councils that are no longer functional, um, that kind of thing, like a minor command station. And then you had the hallway that goes forward and then to the left. Down the hallway, there were several doors. There were two doors in each side of the hallway. Um, the hallway goes down and then turns to sharply to the left, and whatever is there is there. Um, there is probably another door. Uh, there would have to be another door on the end of the hallway as well. Um, like straight, almost straight ahead, maybe slightly off to the side. Um, how well to create some symmetry? How doable would just bypassing them be? Um, depends on where you want to get to. Like past them, where where you're at. If you wanted to go past them, um, you could go in one of the other doors, like uh, the the doors in the hallway and around. But all that would really take you to is like the probably the power system, the actual power system. The room they're in is most likely the gate room. Okay. So judging by the layout that you have. Commander, I think this is the gate room. Uh, I don't see another way around. You could come up behind them if you went into the engineering room and whatnot, the the the, the power room. So you could come at them from two sides if you wanted to. Um, okay. If you want to catch uh, him in a crossfire kind of thing, if you well, try bringing down some of the some of the ruins. You did say there were other rooms off of this corridor, right? Even if I can't sense anybody in them, we should check them out and see what's inside. Sure. <clears throat> so you're gonna go to one of the one of the sub rooms. Um, okay. Doesn't take much to the, the doors are easy to open, barely an inconvenience. <laughs> um, <laughs> Super easy, barely an inconvenience. Um, door opens, slides. Um, what you find in there, uh, the first room, appears to largely be living quarters. Um, they are not, they're humanoid living quarters, but they're certainly not modern by any standard. Um, there's nothing really in here other than what look like bunks and storage facilities, like storage things. It's been ransacked pretty thoroughly by probably Klingons. Um, not much for the first room. The second room, though, you do find, um, uh, well, I should say, the as you go through the rooms, you find, like, a storage, you find, you find the living quarters, you find, like, an eating area, you find, um, the, the basic mundane things you would need to have this be a base that functioned. Um, and last, the one of the ones you come across, though, appears to be a, a room with cryogenic pods in it. Um, the pods, however, have been shattered. There are corpses inside that have been fairly rotted away, as if they had been ruptured quite some time ago. The doctor will want to see this, but it's not either of our specialties, I believe. We should mark it and leave it. I mean, I could, I could fix the pods, but it's too late for these people. Yeah, right. We'll, we'll worry about that later. Uh, I suppose if there's nothing else in here that can help us determine what we're doing or what they're doing. Yeah, um, I would like to search around for any data pads, maybe 
Klingon data pads or any 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 records that I can find. Okay, um, I, I like that idea. Go give me a. Where's Cheer Cat here? Let's see. Um, give me an insight and security roll, Chirka. Super good roll for you there. Difficulty will be one. You said security? Yeah. Okay. Why not broaden your horizons? Uh-huh. Oh, nice. Um, all right, you. I'll say you definitely you do find a pad. Um, uh, it is, however, locked when you find it. It won't. Ta- it wouldn't be hard for you to unlock it. You know, being Chirka. Um, so I'm, da, 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 da. it is a Klingon data pad um, from the IKS Wrath. Hmm. Can do I have time to take a quick look at it, or should I just stow it away for later? You can take a look at it now if you want to. All right, I would like to take a look at it now. Assu- well, I mean, assuming that Ambrose says you have time to do it. It's on him. I think she'll do it without uh, waiting to see if that's okay with Ambrose. That was my plan anyway. Look for information. <laughs> right. Uh, give me control and uh, security or engineering. The difficulty the difficulty for engineering will be one higher, so the difficulty will be two. One for security, two for engineering. Okay. Does my research focus play on this? Um, no. I'm for at this point. You're cracking the encryption. All right. Well, I'll use uh, momentum. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's one success. Okay. Um, I assume you're using engineering. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it takes you a little longer to do, but uh, uh, you are going through it and you're you're hitting the, the buttons and you're it's beeping on you and like you keep hearing that that um, that rejection beep from from devices and eventually the screen pops up with you know you're you've failed to log into your iPhone eleven times if it, you know twelve times it's going to delete. Um, but uh, after another minute or so, do you speak Klingon by chance? Um. No. Okay. Um, after a second or, or, or after a, a lucky, uh, a lucky moment, you manage to get it open, um, but it comes really close to not opening. I was just hoping to see you guys would get some, some extra, uh, momentum on that one. Um, all you, the only information you can get though at the moment is that the pad belongs to a person named Dr. Gothmara. Okay. Well, the, the. I'll pocket it for later. Okay. What do you guys do next? That took you quite a quite a while to 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 find and then dig through to to crack the encryption. So, sure. I will look to Ambrose. You can you can hear the the workers down the hallway. Um, they're they're clearly beginning to finish up the work they were doing. Right. Now, if I remember correctly, stun setting didn't work on these augmented Klingons. That is what you were told by the um, the crew of the sh- the other ship, the which I can't remember the name of right now, the Breckenridge. Yeah, yeah. Am- Ambrose. I, I mean, unless 
and and I don't remember. So Brian, do do tell me. Uh, but un, unless Hage was specifically, unless Hage specifically gave Ambrose the command to capture them, Ambrose is Ambrose was always under the intention that he was going to have to kill these Klingons to stop them. He would he would leave that to Ambrose's discretion. Okay. Uh, your, your, uh, your mission was a to investigate what was going on, b capture the Klingons if possible, c stop them from doing whatever they're doing. Yeah. Accomplishing accomplishing as you see fit. Okay, so we have a map of this this facility, and you said we could go through the sort of engineering power station to flank them, right? Sure. Uh, I would like to devise a battle strategy uh, with my my team dynamics focus, and so so we have a, a a real quick like breach and clear from both sides playbook on how to take out and neutralize these these Klingons as quickly as possible. And I don't know if this is really going to work without combat plays in this game, but my, my idea is just quick breach and clear. We, we go in, we have a clear plan of what we're going to do. We take down all six of them before they have any time to react. But my plan is for Ambrose to run into the closest one, get him with the, uh, the hypo spray, use him as a body shield if necessary, and then him and Cherka, like rapid fire, take out all of the other ones. But I'm not sure the system works that way. <laughs> I think how it would work mechanically is we do a preparation. We do a security roll to prepare. That gives us advantage on attacks. Hopefully the attacks enough to win. Right. Um, technically speaking, there is probably no like definitive way to do what you're talking about doing. Okay. Um, but Brian is correct in that you can gain an advantage to your actions based on making the plan of attack. Um, and we can narrate a lot. It's like, I, I have no right. problem narrating some of that. Like one of the things that we were doing in the, in the play test rules or the, my, my rules is that you can up the damage on the weaponry to try to make the combats faster mm -hmm. um, by setting the weapon to a higher, a higher damage setting essentially. Um, so it's certainly possible. Oh yeah, um, knowing that these Klingons aren't susceptible to stun, Ambrose has his type three on the highest setting. Well, highest setting necessary to kill a humanoid. We're not going to vaporize the whole chamber, but <laughs> right, because yeah, like meters of rock. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, but you know what? Actually, let's let's head to the engineering department first to see if we can find any power terminals we can explode or something to to help uh, help us with all okay. this. Um, and that's the general leave? plan, but. Do you want to leave some of the security guys here to come in from this side, or do you want to, you know, how do you want to, how do you want to divide your forces, or do you want everyone to go into the engineering room and around? I think that's a good idea. Out of character. Dividing the forces. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. Yeah, I, I would, I would say since we have four, it would be me and one, and Cherka and the other three. <laughs> Okay. I think it's I think it's narratively more interesting if it's them on one side and us two on the other one. But I'm okay. Jericho would also probably be the best bet to go into the engineering, engineering room with you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It'll it'll be me and Chirka go around to the other side and then the the four. Okay. Yellow shirts can do their own thing on the side. Okay. Um. Yes. Okay. I was trying to think if I wanted to change something for. But I don't. Okay, we're good. Um, so you guys head into the engineering room. Uh, give me a. Uh, both of you give me a uh, daring and security roll. Difficulty is difficulty is one. 
And this is just to go past in because you have to go past the hallway to get to the quick that little room. And just want to make sure you don't get seen. One success is all you need. Uh, I have a focus on escape and avoidance. Sure. Can I can I use that to like help Cherka too? Um, is there like a group? I know some systems have a group roll, or do we both have to roll individually? Or I'm not sure there is. So the way group rolls work in this is that the you would you would use. Um, They, they you, do you just you basically just roll again, right? Like so, it's the you roll two and she'd roll one, and you get the bonus, bonus that way. But that's well, a completed task. They have an example of this in the uh, in the starting adventure, where mm. one person completes the roll for the party, basically. Right. Yeah, I thought this game had something like that. It, yeah, it would. Honestly, though, because so this is the one thing about sneak sneak rolls and stuff that I'm not always 100% sure I like in other games, but it should be the person with the least capable, the least capable person should make the role. Um, however, I would say that your escape and avoidance focus would apply to Chirka's role. Okay. Yeah, but between escape and avoidance and team dynamics, I feel like Ambrose would clearly be able to just guide Chirka through this. Right. But okay. we'll have Chirka make the role. Difficulty is one, and you have a focus. So are we both making the role or just Chirka? Because she's we'll the just, least. We'll just have Chirka make the role since she's the least capable in this in this situation. Okay. Well, I'm going to spend a momentum. Yeah, go for it. Uh, you know what? I'm going to spend another momentum and give you a threat to roll another dice. Okay. So you're rolling four? Four, yeah. And I will not change the complication range. Wow. Wow. One, well, two, three. Four. I mean, that's four successes, right? Um, you said it, you said it, yes, daring plus security, yeah, four okay. successes. You only need one, so one, two, nice, and three. So, there you go. Um, Chirka manages to uh, to be a super ninja and get across the hallway. And I mean, I Ambrose, you, Ambrose just I, puts on a cloak and disappears and walks past. <laughs> I think, I think, like, as they're as they're sneaking, like, Chirka is like looking at uh ambrose and she's a bit impressed by his implacability and she's like taking a page from his book and like trying to act like him as they sneak and she's only hyperventilating a little bit <laughs> ambrose has walked this way and and she Chirka just kind of you know same thing uh anyway i was like that walk this way joke <laughs> um all right you guys managed to get into the engineering section of the facility it is a large um, uh, I'm trying to think of the terminology that I would use, but it's obviously a reactor system of some sort. Um, there is a chain reaction going on inside of the thing. It's you know it is it is technology that is uh, Tong and 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 Coaster would love this thing. It's a big a big reactor. Now it's not really huge. It's a very powerful reactor for its size. Um, but it's probably about the size of um, a, a basic living, like a, a 10 by 10 room. Sure. The reactor itself is. The room itself is much larger. Jericho, can you give me a guesstimate on how devastating it would be if this reactor went critical? Well, on a scale of 1 to 10, I think 20? All right. Is there anything important within 20 range? Uh, she'll do some back of a back of the tricorder calculations to try and figure out uh, 
exactly how dangerous it is. Because this sounds like a perfect contingency plan. Set this to overload. So if, if we fail or something, it blows up and destroys the gateway. That's Ambrose's plan. Right. Given the depth that you are, which you know based on the transporters and everything else, you managed to get down here no problem, um, and the location of things on the surface as well as, you know, uh, tributaries, and uh, it would be a significant, like a Mount St. Helens type of, type of event. Were there any settlements nearby? Not within blast range, but probably within fallout range. Okay. Yeah. And it would also, I mean, it would change the course of rivers and things like that, but... And send all kinds of debris into the atmosphere. Okay, so right. maybe not a sound contingency plan. <laughs> Certainly, a, like, it would definitely destroy the gate. Like, that gate it would, would work. Gone. But, yeah. <laughs> it would definitely work. Um, yeah. And it would be, it was one of those things that with Starfleet here, they could certainly recover from it, but it would be a a newsworthy event. Uh, you know what? No, I am, I am going like this. This goes for my values. The Federation must be preserved. Gateways need to be destroyed. It is it is Federation dictate that Iconian technology be destroyed if it cannot be, you know, secured. Right. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to call on that value. Chierka, set this thing to overload within 15 minutes. If we're not done by then, we're not going to be done. And we got to destroy this facility. She looks surprised, but she goes, oh, OK, OK. And then she quickly make sure you can undo it. She quickly sets about it. All right, give me the roll. I'm raising the threat. I'm spending four threat because I think it's the maximum I can spend on this one. Yeah, that should be right, right? That would make it 15 and up or 16 and up, which is the best I can okay. do. Um, so your difficulty is going to be two. Uh, Yes, we'll just say difficulty is two. I'll spend one more, make difficulty three. Difficulty is three, threat range is 16 and up. Does, well, does calling on that uh, that that value give us anything? Uh, you can use, um, by using your value, you can... I can use that to get two free uh, successes, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. You can use a determination. Yeah, right. Okay, well then I can roll, and as long as I get one... Yeah. Yes. Got two. So. Okay. Uh, and Ambrose is using determination to get the two, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Which I'm not sure you can technically do as an assistant, but I don't know. I don't see why you shouldn't be able to. I think you can actually. I think yeah. it's I don't know if it, what, what the rules actually say, but I don't see any reason why you wouldn't be able to because it just makes sense. Um, Especially right. as a commanding officer ordering her to do this. Yeah. Right. Um, so let me see here. Chirka doesn't have any values currently, correct? Uh, she has a value. She does not have any determination. The support character. Right. We 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 discuss this every time you bring that up. If they have value, they have determination. <laughs> yeah, she should have a determination, but it's okay. It doesn't matter at the moment. I was going to see if you had one that I could exploit in the other direction. Um, better seen that heard though does not apply. Um. So. Uh, you didn't set it up so that you couldn't turn. You didn't. You set it up. You set it up to explode and uh, to overload in approximately fifteen minutes, give or take, you know, a minute, or or uh, whatever would be an acceptable, reasonable amount of time. I don't know how yeah. much you plan for this to go awry, but fifteen yeah, minutes I, sounded like a good. I have no idea. Either. Like okay. it's, you know, if, if, if it things takes go badly, than minutes to kill six Klingons, like we've done something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I mean, it's going to, no matter how long you set it for, it, it's going to be like three seconds left on the clock when you get in there. That's true. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
and it appears as though you have a way to turn it off because you didn't <laughs> you didn't uh, roll in my threat complication range. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, with that, let's go back to Tong while you guys are doing that work. Great, because I making making that call. I am <laughs> <laughs> need a minute to breathe. Um, all right. So Tong, you are you and Eva. I assume you're going to involve Eva. Mm -hmm. um, are in the um, oh let's see you're in one of the labs um, doesn't really matter which one really they're all they're all just labs um, let's say chemistry lab because the one I can find and that's just for a lab it doesn't we're not actually in the chemistry lab but you're in a lab um, and you're taking this thing apart carefully making sure it doesn't explode um, scanning it regularly so it doesn't explode. Uh, go ahead and give me a, a roll with Eva's assistance, uh, which I will roll for. Your difficulty is going to only be one because of the advantage of using the lab. Uh, control engineering. Control engineering or reason and science, your choices. Uh, no, whatever, whatever you control engineering. <laughs> yeah, whatever you feel is most appropriate, you can yeah. justify. And uh, Eva does assist. Okay. Uh, difficulty complication. Difficulty is just one no complication, uh, normal complication range. Okay. I need to uh, try other things. Yeah, yeah. Y you said difficulty one, and Eva already assisted. Yes. Okay. So you've so got not, success. Yeah, I'm not going to worry about any kind of bonuses then. Yeah. The only benefit to having more successes at this point would be to uh, ask more questions. Cool. That's so. uh, three total. Three total. So you have two successes, or two above, I should say. So you get the the basic information that you get from this thing is uh, it is uh, it is an older type of Vulcan technology, which I you are, you are kind of already knew. Um, it was used in uh, ship systems maybe 35, 40 years ago uh, to help maintain redundancy. Um, it has been heavily modified. The modifications do do appear to be. Uh, made using Romulan technology. Um, and it definitely does receive information in from a local source. The receiver on this thing appears to uh, be fairly small and fairly delicate, so it probably doesn't receive from very far away, but again, that depends on the transmitter too. Um, you're guessing probably no more than maybe three decks in any direction based on the receiver alone. Um, again, though the transmitter might make that you've got like a two deck variable with the, with depending how powerful the transmitter is. Right. Okay. Uh, can I, does this store information on it? It doesn't. Can I? Okay, so I, I can't. I can't look for the frequency of the transmission that was coming in and backtrack it. Uh, well, it would definitely be the the receiver would be set to a specific channel, and the transmission okay. would be set to a specific frequency as well. Um, so that information would definitely be there. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So you get that. You get both sending and receiving. Okay. It is a. I will. I will also add that it is a system. It is a is a frequency that is not commonly used aboard uh, 
starships so it's not something and it's not something that re- shows up on the the primary sensors it's a very low low frequency transmission i i have one more i have one more free question or is or is that spent you have one of your moment of your momentums you still have okay i i'd say let's just bank that momentum okay uh but i definitely have things i want to do sure uh, so I would I would like to see if I can create uh, two things. One is basically put a bug in this thing so I can reconnect it, and then whenever it's used again, that information is also sent to you know my end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to see if I can I can create a sort of you know signal backtrace so I can so when inter- so when that transmission is received from that local source, it will t- it will ping on my uh my gps of the ship and i can be like she's right there okay um yeah you can probably use eva to set up uh, a triangulation because you'd have to have three points right so you'd, ha- you'd have to create this point plus a second point and then your third point would be the or- the origin the transmission origin mm-hmm. um so yeah eva could certainly do that set the set the um the internal sensors up to find this specific frequency if it transmits across ship anywhere uh, you know what? Is it is it too late to use that uh, that question? No, go ahead. Is there anything uh, that would cause this 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 uh, this device to uh, have any sort of catastrophic failure? Will it blow up? Will it erase itself? Will it, you know, send a virus into our ship? Um, it has. It definitely has a kill switch in it, um, but it, it doesn't appear to that is that it would do any catastrophic failure damage. Like it would more like it would just stop functioning on its own. And okay. that would be it. Okay. Like it, it would probably slag its internals. That's about it. Okay. It is definitely not intended to destroy any significant portion of the ship in retaliation. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, yeah, a bug and a tracer. That's, okay. That's what Tom's doing. Uh, give me a roll. Give me an engineering um, and daring, since this is not your technology. Uh, daring and engineering. Okay, I can do that. Um, hmm. I don't think any of my focuses really apply. I don't think so. I would not think so. No. Uh, difficulty? Difficulty is going to be two. Standard difficulty. And Eva will assist. Okay. That, that's good enough. Two successes and Eva, so you have three. That gives you back one momentum. Nice. Okay. Um, gonna update anybody on your on your findings, or are you good to keep going the way you're going? No, Tom's just gonna keep doing his thing. Okay some point coaster is going to be like what the fuck is going on on my ship (laughs) 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 all right Uh, back to Shirka and Ambrose Um, the click the clock is now ticking for some odd reason 18 minutes have gone by no uh, (laughs) that was a long scene Um, no uh, time is now ticking on the clock though so what are you going to do Uh, 
Chirko, can we can we see if we can use any of the power systems here to uh, create a distraction or create some sort of uh, environmental damage in the room beyond? Can you find any controls, circuits, power systems, whatnot we can overload? Yeah, let me let me look into that. I'm sure we, I'm sure I can figure out something. I mean, there's got to be there's always exploding something in the in the walls. Um, the, the she's not at all confident that that is the case. Um, uh, engineering, um, daring role. Engineering and daring, and I'm gonna go ahead and say the difficulty is gonna be two with a complication. Um, be, and this is I'm not gonna spend points on this complication because of what you guys are doing before. By overloading the system here, you're you're channeling a lot of energy through things. Um, mm -hmm. You, you run the risk on a complication of 19 or 20 um, of shortening the amount of time before that thing explodes. Does my system maintenance focus supply? Um, I'm going to say no because you're kind of doing the opposite of maintenance. <laughs> Fair, but I do know a lot about system maintenance and therefore... Uh, That's true. That's true. Um if you know how to fix it, you should know how to break it's it true. real good. I suppose, that's, I suppose that's fair. Is part of maintenance. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand where the failure points are. I'll take it. Sure. All right. Well, didn't even matter anyway. Um, two, oh, I'm to... sorry. I meant to say I used a momentum. Oh, I gotcha. uh, uh, yeah, two successes. And nothing in the complication range. So there you go. Uh, you succeed. There is an explosion in the other room, uh, and then there is a lot of shouting. And um, wait, 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 hold, hold on here. I said set something up, not make it go off uh, right now. <laughs> okay. Um, I want to like. I don't, when, I don't know how you'll trigger it. Is the thing? How are you, you going to just you... tie it to the tricorder and press a button? Yeah. Can I just have it on? Yeah, I, I'll allow it. Yeah, sure. That sounds Star Trek like. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'll take it. Well, yeah, I activate it on my turn. I won't be shooting anything anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so th this comes back to the plan I wanted to set up. So me and Cherik are on this side. The four other guys right. are on the other side. I go in, I catch this guy, I hypo-spray him. Cherika blows something, distracts the other Klingons while the yellow shirts quickly take them out, and I wrap up the rest. Right. Basically. Gotcha. Um, okay. Sure. Uh, she has it set up so that you believe you can blow something up when you get in there. <laughs> okay. I'm not percent sure what it is or where it is, but yes, something will blow up. Sure. Look, something will explode. That much I can say for sure. Hey, if we don't do this right, the whole thing's going to explode, so I'm fine. All right. You didn't need to remind me of that, Commander. Moving into position? Yeah. All right. You get into position. Uh, you can get a quick overview of the room from where you're did, at. Did we need to roll for that uh, that plan setup? Was that going to give advantage or anything? I don't, I don't know how that. Uh, if you want to roll for it, I I mean that's I assume you're going to succeed. Typically, too, when you're rolling 15s. Um, so you go ahead and give a roll if you want. It'd be security and or no, it'd be. Um, I would say reason and command probably. Oh yeah, command might work. Uh, daring and command. Could I argue daring and command? Yeah, I'd take daring and command since right. you know you're fighting Klingons that have an yeah, other, yeah. that are an unknown quantity. Uh, Ambrose is definitely more more daring and uh, and and intuitive with his planning than he is necessarily uh, strategic. Sure, yeah, I ain't got no strategery. Mm -hmm. uh, and 
Yes, with my team dynamics, that gives me a focus. Yeah. Cool. Gotcha. So that is enough. Um, that gives you the advantage that, that will that will administer an advantage until things go sideways. <laughs> okay. Okay. I take this. I don't want that there. That's also not who I want there. Uh, that's the one I want. You can't see him though. And then I want maps, and I want. Uh, where's my door? Come on, you're killing me. Oh, that's because I'm on NPCs, not maps. There we go. You look around the corner, and you see that, except with Klingons. I see a question mark with an X through it. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. All right, well. I can see the I, tiny picture on. Oh, there, there it is. All right. Yeah, I don't know why you guys couldn't see it, but did it come through? Yeah. Yep. It just took right. a little bit. Yeah, just loading, because um, you hadn't seen this one yet. So that's your room. Uh <laughs> the doors are on the side that we're facing into, so the, you're looking into the room from a doorway, and then the other doorway uh, where they'll be coming in, where your guys will be coming in from, is to the left of that picture where the light is brightest. What you can do? There are six clickons in there, all at various stations, including this guy who is near the middle. What? It'll load. Okay. Uh, could I reach him in one round's movement? Uh, it would be... You'd have to do it as using your full movement action and your secondary action to do it. He's he's two spaces away. Okay. This is one of the reasons okay. I wanted to have a, a map yeah. list, but essentially yeah. the room is going to be divided into three... Uh, um, sorry. One, two, three, four. So it's four spaces, essentially. Um, you can get to him in two, in one action, but it would require all of your actions to do it. That makes sense? Yes. I, I Yes. Uh, let's see. I need to open up my combat thing here. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I use the Kenick STA uh, cheat sheet, which is very nice, very handy. You guys need link to that. I know I pinned it in one of our chats somewhere. Got my own thing. Okay. Yeah, I, I might have to go and uh, go and grab that because I've been I've been trying to look through the the rule book like this whole game looking looking for uh, combat rules and and then I love this game but I hate this rule book. <laughs> yeah, um, I shared it yeah. somewhere at some point. You um, shared it and I. I pinned it. Yeah. Um, it's just a matter of where the hell did I pin it? So in the Star Trek Starfleet Command Discord server, um, it is pinned, should be pinned there. Um, but it may not be. Okay. Well, we'll up a sheet. We can continue. Um, oh, it doesn't appear to be pinned there in the resources section. Which is where I thought it would be, is the resources section, but it's not, because I'm, you know, not a great person. Oh, here it is. Um, so, anyway, that is there. Uh, and uh, you guys have the the initiative, as they don't know you're here yet. So. I These will... are full Borged-out Klingons, right? I mean, not Borg, uh, but, like, cyberly enhanced. 
you actually don't see any cybernetic enhancers on any of them. They are probably enhanced, but you are not visibly seeing any enhancers. Okay. Okay. It is a safe assumption that they are they are they are though. Yeah. Yeah. No, th this doesn't change anything for Ambrose. Everybody's weapon has still been ordered to be sent to kill. Right. Um, two. With that note, you get to go first. I assume that, that the other guys are going to wait for you to make your first action. All right. Uh, th this guy we have a picture of. He's in the center of the room. You said? Nearest the center, yeah. Near the center. Uh, stupid. Which is where the gate is. He's standing looking up at the gate. Right. If I if I rush straight to him, uh, would I be behind decent enough cover that I'm not just going to be completely blasted by five other Klingons? Um. No. No. Okay. No. So I I probably don't have, do that. You would have no cover if you go dead with Fresenet. But by the same token, he's not under any cover. Right. Yeah. So so few systems have a have a good breach and clear system. <laughs> yeah. Well, I uh, mean, you guys can certainly do the uh, the problem with breach and clear is if there's a guy in the middle of the room and you want to go get to him, that's not part of the breach and clear. Like that's not that's not even a thing you do in breach and clear. Uh, you, you shoot the guy if you if you want. <laughs> I can go first and I can create cover for you. But I, I mean, my 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 line of my line of thinking was basically setting up a, a surprise round or an ambush or a, or ready actions in oh. in D and D, so that when we start combat, we all get to go and they do nothing and just die. <laughs> but that's not yeah. how this game works. That's, yeah. There. So the way it basically works is if you want to do it that way, I can give you the essentially your role rather than giving you advantage on anything would just give you the free keep the initiative action uh, yeah i i uh, i have a i have a way to do that once right. for which, free would, which would give you yeah. a total of three actions before they got to go yeah okay so uh well okay no i'd i'd say because he looks like the important one i want to try to get him with the hypo spray so i think first so I think the best way to do this would be for me to try to take one of them down. Then Chierka blows the system, creating a distraction for the other four security personnel to take their shots. And then once everybody else is mopped up, I run up on this guy. Right. So you want to go last, essentially. Or no, you're, you're going to go first, shoot somebody, then Chierka... I, I can't see any way that that we're going to take down all of them in a single round before they are able to retaliate in the nah, system. Yeah, it's not really how this is. Not really, okay. no. I mean, area effect, uh, area of of um, area of attack weapons. You have area of attack weapons, so that that's the only way you'd be able to do it. Um, but you have to do a significant amount of damage right. to, be able to take them right. down. These guys, yeah. I don't want to get into what their stats are, but yeah. they're not going to be easy to take down. They're not going to be easy to take down. No, I want to keep him alive, so I guess we just got to take out the other five first. Um, yeah, so I guess I will just shoot the one that is at a most strategic place to shoot. That is, that is the problem without, with, with not having a battle map. Uh, you can't really be too strategic. Well, it's... Star Trek is also a zone-based combat. There's, it isn't like there's, yeah. you know, grid-based. It's anyone in that zone you can attack. Anyone in the other zone you can attack. That kind of stuff. Um, so it's, I mean, it's 
it's much much looser than than that level of strategy. But yeah. you can certainly shoot the quote unquote most strategically located guy. Um, I'm not the easiest to hit because that would be more Jod. Yeah. Um, Is there any cover yes. I could get behind? You're. I. I'm going to assume that until you step out of cover, until yeah. you until you step out of the hallway that you're in, you are behind cover. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, I would even say it's probably two dice of cover. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I can do the the super sophisticated breach and clear strategy that I want to do. So I guess I'll just shoot somebody. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Give me the. Uh, give me your attack. So it is that... a difficulty of two with a disruptor or with a phaser. Uh, with with my type three, that is. Uh, that that's control and security, right? Because it's ranged. Yeah. Okay. I believe so. Control, security. Uh, cool. Trying to figure out where I put my, my rules for this game. I don't know where I put them. <laughs> uh, I don't think I really have a focus. Uh, this has accurate. What does that do? That gives me something, right? Um. Yes, accurate is uh, if aimed. Okay. If aimed, a creature may reroll a number of d20s. Um, you also, I think, you have charge, right? Yes. So you have to choose which one of those two you're going to be doing. Um, you can either before you make the action, you have to say I'm doing charge, or accurate, which is aim. Basically, you're you're aiming, which uses up uh, a PC may reroll a single die during an attack. Uh, until the start of the next turn. Essentially, that is your minor action. So rather than moving, you're doing aim and um, firing. Right. Or charge. You get to one or the other. Uh, and again, trying to navigate the rule book to find what charge means. Uh, so charge uh, allows you to be... If, if you prepared charge, you can add either an area of effect intensity, which does additional damage, uh, I think. I I can't remember what intense was, but piercing two yeah. or vicious of one. I added the cheat sheet to the chat and pinned it. Okay, cool. Oh, cool. So intense means if they want to avoid injury, they have to. It's harder for them to avoid injury. Okay. That cheat sheet's very handy. You'll like that cheat sheet. Okay. I. Uh, Difficulty two. I'm rolling a. I'm rolling a fifteen. I just. I. I. I just get flashbacks of the. Uh, the time at that station against the giant robots where I just completely <laughs> whiffed. It and... is possible. Uh, unfortunately, one of the things about this game is is oh. the difficulty for firing weapons is uh, is almost always just two, and you can sometimes fail. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to go with aimed because I'd, I'd rather just make sure I hit. And it's a type three and I'm, I have high security, so I should be rolling quite a, quite a good amount of damage dice. I think the type three gets a bonus when you're aiming. I don't have weapons in front of me, unfortunately. I'll look it up. That's the one thing my cheat sheet doesn't have is the actual weapons. I have other cheat sheets, but I don't know where any of them are. There's a point when if you got so many cheat sheets open, it's not worth having. And normally I have I mean, my screen. I have a GM screen for when we're playing in person, and they're on there. If the character becomes the main, the main minor action, they can uh, any uh, yeah, that's, number of d20s may be rerolled. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that's the accurate. accurate yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use my minor action to to aim with the accurate quality, right. and then I'm gonna fire. Okay. So I, I get to roll my my two d20. 
I don't have any focus, but I can re-roll any of those two. Uh, actually, you know what? Uh, I'm, uh, what is that? It's, it's bold. Take a threat. Okay. I like those. All right. Go. Oh yeah. Uh, you know what? Just because I can, I'm going to re-roll that, uh, that 18. Okay. Uh, that's Apparently, three successes Tong because I don't down. have. Uh, <laughs> huh, interesting. Tong, what are you doing here? Get back to the ship. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I'm helping. <laughs> uh, that is three, four successes, right? Because the one counts as two. Oh, right. Yes, four. So four successes, which means you hit and you have two momentum to spend on the roll itself. Uh, or the, on the damage roll, I mean. Mm -hmm. Which, again, that sheet, if you look at that, it's got momentum spends. Um, if you opened that, uh, that cheat sheet. There's a whole kinds of things you can do with that. Yeah. So. Uh, and then you will roll so. the weapon is, I believe the type three weapon is is three. Oh man, this this just caused my eyes to completely glaze over. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of info there, yeah. Uh, uh, okay, but but weapon damage is the Star Trek symbol plus security in D sixes, right? Correct. Okay, so that is all of the D sixes. Uh, well, the weapon does does nine. No, I don't. Does four. four? What? The weapon does four. I, I it probably has your. Oh, security I, already I already built in. that in. I built that in. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so I roll nine d six. On your sheet, if you've got that, you can double click. Nine. You can double click on the nine, and it'll just roll it for you. Right. Well, I already uh, clicked on all the d sixes, so I'll just do that manually. Uh, it, it does the math for me now. If you do it that way next time, so. Oh well, I guess I can just drop the d sixes. That's right. Drop them. There you go. Uh, 12 damage and two effects. Um, plus you have two momentum. So the two effects uh, don't apply because you don't have, um, you didn't charge. So the weapon doesn't have anything you can use effects on. Normally that's what we'd use. You'd use charge. You'd use your effects for that. Okay. Um, so you don't have that at the moment. Or if the weapon has other effects, what the Klingon weapons have some mm -hmm. effects that they don't need to charge for. Um, so you did 12 damage and you have two momentum. What do you want to do with the two momentum? Uh, the two most common things are usually like um, piercing, disarm. Uh, yeah, I, I actually, it's easier to read from the book than it is that eyesore of a kind of really, I find this thing way easier. Um, I think once you once you figure out where what's where, it's a hell of a lot easier. But mm. at first glance, it is a There's challenge. a lot there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You can do, um, yeah. So you could do the ones that you can do for combat, and I'll just read these off. You can find them in the book while, you're, while I'm talking. I, I, I have it. Bonus, bonus damage. Uh, disarm. Disarm, penetration, reroll yeah. damage. You um, can also do extra minor action, keep the initiative, penetration, reroll damage, avoid injury, secondary targets, or swift tasks. So, Just right. that's for the people listening. They can. Those are the minor actions you can do in this kind of combat. Right, right, right. Uh, the, yeah, you have two, so you can do any of them, or two of them if you have right. if they if they roll one at a time. If you use that extra minor action to charge, you'll get a ton of extra damage. Okay, that sounds good to me. Uh, that looks like a that is a cost of one plus one R. What does that mean? Repeatable. Okay, uh, so that that is one there. So yeah, I'll, I'll take that extra minor action to charge. I guess while I'm shooting. Yeah, normally that doesn't work because um, charge has to be done beforehand, but I'll allow it because they're Klingons. I don't care. I mean, you you 
you tell me. Just for for future <laughs> reference, the charge has to be done before you actually make the roll. But it doesn't. I don't really care in this particular instance because these guys are badass and it's fine. So no, your that, charge that's, will... that's not how that works. So I won't do it. <laughs> okay. I I will spend it on on penetration and extra damage then. Okay. Because I assume they have some sort of resistance. Yes, they they do in fact. Um, so you're going to drop their resistance by two because uh, that's what penetration will do. And then you want to do additional damage, which is bonus damage, so you'd add plus one damage for your other one, right? For your uh, other momentum. It's not one additional yes. roll die. It's one additional yes, damage. one so additional damage. damage, yeah. So you've, you're doing 13 damage. Yeah. Uh, and you're doing resistance of two. Yes. And I need to bust out my sheet real quick here because I have their stats. Uh, do, 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 do. Stats of Klingons. Oh, crap. Okay. I only sort of have the stats for Klingons. Um, hang on one second. I have the Klingon ship, and apparently I deleted the Klingons themselves. Cybermen got them. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to add Cybermen to this game, thank you. No. It's a crossover nobody wants. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you do uh, 11 damage because they still have resistance of uh, the resistance total is four, um, which is a crap load of damage. Uh, and because of the system that we use, uh, our play test class house rules, whatever they are. Um, every five, they take two. Um, I'm assuming that the weapon is on lethal. What do you mean every five, they take two? So every every five, rather than being... Uh, all right, so normally in Star Trek, when you take five damage you or more, you take an injury. Yeah. I really prefer it to be every every five you take is an injury, um, which makes the game far more lethal. I gotcha, I gotcha. They, they stack, is what you're saying. They yeah. stack. Gotcha, so gotcha. in this particular case, they have taken 10 damage, which is two... Uh, uh, two wounds, two injuries, I should say. Um, eleven damage. And eleven damage. Yeah. So let me let me multiply this six times so I have six of them. Um, insert a table that is one by six, and I will track my wounds this way because I was totally prepared. I was totally prepared for this. <laughs> I mean, I was, but... So, he's down to that many, and he has taken two wounds. He is still standing. Hey. Which, by normal rules, uh, is not possible, because you can only take two normally. Right, right. Okay. Awesome. Uh, and I assume you have the weapon set to heavy... Uh, to, to, to lethal. Oh, yes. Just normal lethal. Oh, yes. So, um, if you also look at our, our rules... For damage, I have various levels there, but um, short of going to disintegrate, you're not going to do a whole lot more. Okay. Um, high, there is high damage, high lethal, which is plus two damage, so you take two more, um, but I gain two threat for you to do that. So. Uh... Or disintegrate, which just works. It doesn't. It's plus four damage, but still, that's pretty good. Um, let's just, for now, let's just yeah, leave it at we'll, we'll just damage. leave it at this. We'll just leave it at, as much as I love giving you threat. <laughs> 
right? <laughs> uh, no, but I will be using uh, quick to follow my action, quick to lead. One of them. Let's let's just keep the initiative. Right. So you gain, you manage to maintain momentum, uh, which is the actual thing I think it's called. Um, keep the initiative. It's called keep the initiative. So okay. There you go. Yeah. Uh, which means that uh, quick to action. Yeah. Yeah, which means either Chirka can go, or uh, you can have one of your NPCs go. I assume you want Chirka to go. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll just go ahead and explode that thing. All right. Um, give me an attack roll, a basic attack roll. Difficulty is only one. I want to make sure you hit somebody with it, and then I'll I'll Can just determine what damage is. Engineering is the attack. Yeah, sure. See if we blow right. somebody up. I will use a momentum. Three successes. Okay. Um, so you blow somebody up. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to just, for the sake of doing this, roll on Ambrose's sheet. All right, so that is nine damage to the one Klingon. Uh, and I'm also going to assume it knocks him down. Uh, let's see, where am I got here? So the, the explosion goes off, and uh, one of the Klingons goes flying across the room. Um, All right. Which leaves him with... Okay. Um, and he takes one wound so he's at three um all right he goes flying across the room and skitters his bat left goes flying out of his hand um because for some reason he had it in his hand uh goes flying off of his personage um and he is going to be out of the combat for an additional round so he has lost the turn okay and then this is going to be Morjad. gonna have all right with that i get to go um morjad turns and looks at uh where the first phaser shot comes from and then promptly turns to look at where the explosion was uh smiles this huge like uh just Klingon-y smile, the most Klingon-y smile you've seen since mm -hmm. Worf got to kill somebody for real. Um, and he draws out his uh, uh, pair of Mechleth. And uh, he's going to slowly walk towards Ambrose. Okay, we'll see him in a few rounds. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I don't want to rush up. You there said slowly. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's menacingly walking towards you. So if you turn your head, he's there. Don't don't lose visual on him. Ah, uh, right. Bad bad guy speed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, which leads us back to your guys. Um, uh, I don't really know how to do NPCs particularly well. I don't like rolling for everybody. So what I'm going to do is roll. Um, I'm going to make a roll and use a narrative decision. <laughs> Does, does the does our plan give them it does any it, will, it will take into effect 
Um, all right, so nine and two with advantage. So all right. Um, so the the four guys, you know, they they because uh, you guys don't have any more actions you can do. So everyone, other Klingons and the, them are all just going to go now. Mm-hmm. Um, they 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 spin in. Um, their first guy rolls into the room. I got an email I had to check. Um, rolls into the room and opens fire, hits one of the Klingons. Uh, uh, your, your, your squad of guys rolls into the room and opens fire on the Klingons. Um, a couple of Klingons manage to take some cover, uh, but uh, one of the Klingons actually takes several shots from one of the guys and is just flat eradicated. Um, it's like that it's that uh he takes five or six shots from from two guys who are using you know uh area effect or whatever whatever feature they're using from their phasers uh and uh you like he, he gets that vaporization where it's you know uh, he opened the arc kind of thing um and he's he just turns into a, a puddle of goo and batleth um so far none of your guys are injured the klingons do fire back um your guys are no longer under cover, uh, but none of them are particularly injured. Um, let's see. Give me a second row. Um, however, the Klingons, the the f- the two remaining Klingons that are standing, um, draw their disruptor rifles, um, which I will go ahead and spend the threat to do. Um, and they will open fire back, um, and they will miss for the first round. So your your guys are okay for the first round. Good, good. Back to the top. It is your turn. How do you want to do? You got one Klingon who's on the ground from the blow up. He can't act this round. He can't. He will be able to act this round, but he couldn't act last round. Um, you've got the one you you've shot and injured. Uh, you've got two who are unharmed, and you've got one who is coming towards you, and it's also unharmed. Unarmed? Unharmed. Unharmed. Gotcha. He is armed. He is definitely yes, he is very much of, armed. Yeah. Yes, a pair of mechleth, which will do you no good if he hits you with them. Although pair weapons don't mean anything in this yeah. game. Uh, Brian, you um, did you have something? Yeah, I had something. Um, what I would like to do is I would like to take a power source from my tricorder, mm-hmm. plug it into a device to try to make it an electromagnetic uh, magnet, and try and disarm them using some engineering ingenuity. Um, I'll allow it, but there's no discrimination for anything that your guys are carrying either. If it'll dis- if it'll disarm their disruptors, it could also disarm their your phasers. I was thinking just one person's uh, uh, this Mechleth. Yeah, mech- yeah, like okay. Um, How are you going to EMP a Mechleth? Not EMP. He's talking about like a magnetic, like creating an actual magnetic field that will pull them to him. Okay, okay. Um, doing that magneto shit, right? Or at least not necessarily to you, but away from him is what you're looking for, right? Yeah, well, I'm trying to disarm him uh, using the disarm momentum effect. Right. Um, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it as if it's a ranged attack. 
Cool. And if you get the momentum, then you can. Sp if you get the two momentum, you can spend them to disarm uh, him, and the weapons will the, will go. They'll attach to something somewhere. Uh, let's make this an engineering daring okay. roll. Um, and your said difficulty will be uh, uh, two because of difficulty. It will do it as a ranged, con basic ranged combat. So makes sense to me. Oh, sh all right. Uh, it does not work. No. Um, he uh, he smiles and um, uh, it's hard to use complications like that in 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 the moment. Um, he could target me. Yeah, no, well, I was definitely going to do that. I was thinking about throwing the mechleth at you and, and pinning you to a wall, but that's not really a thing I can do. Um, at least not with that. I'm trying to think. I can add a complication to something. I can add a... Uh, Perhaps I disarm somebody else. That could be... Yeah, I'm going to say that... Uh, uh, your process of doing that, you you actually got one of your guys. Uh, the the beam of the, the magnetic the magnetic field that you created uh, was um, closer to one of the or directed towards one of your guys instead of theirs, and uh, he has um, released control of his type three uh, type. He only had type two phaser because I think Amazon only took type three, right? Or did you want everyone uh, taking type three? I'd, I think you gave us all type three last year. Yeah, I think, mm -hmm. I, I okay. probably, yeah. That's fine. I mean, it's fine either way. It doesn't matter. Um, it's He's disarmed. Um, so you've disarmed one of your own guys. Uh, he has a type two backup phaser, though, so it'll oh. be all right. Uh, I, thought, I thought that the, I thought that, the, that pipe connected to that pipe. Oh, nuts. Uh, which brings us back around to me. <coughs> Um, Morjad has taken one turn to walk towards you. He will take this turn to complete his walk towards you. Um, uh, using his minor action to move. So he is now in range. And he will hack a slashy on... Uh, on Ambrose. I was going to do Chirka, but that's not fair to Chirka. That's... Oh, Ambrose would definitely step in the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Klingani rolls two. Melee is contested, right? Uh, it is. The way we do it, yes. It is attacker uses uh, daring and security, or whatever seems most appropriate. Uh, and if you are going to... Um, if you're going to dodge, it's daring and fitness. If you're going to try to counterattack, it is... Uh, Oh, sorry. If you're going to dodge, it's fitness. If you're going to attack, counter, try to counterattack, it's daring. So it's your choice. Oh, yeah. Definitely going counterattack. Yeah. Uh, daring, security. I have a focus in hand to hand combat. So does he, which doesn't matter because I rolled an eight and an eight. Cool. Uh, okay. Uh, you know what? Take another threat because I'm bold. Fighting a cyborg Klingon one on one is the definition of bold. Okay. All right. Let's do this. Three right. successes, barely. <laughs> All right, so you have the advantage. You you step in between. Uh, you step up to face him and catch him slightly off guard. Uh, you do damage because that's how the counterattack works. Uh, okay, since I'm since my melee weapon I'm wielding is a hypo spray, 
and I just stick him? Um, the melee weapon you'd be fighting him with at the moment would probably be because you didn't have a chance. You, you, your action. This isn't your normal. Well, okay. This would be your normal action. Do you, you still have the phaser in your hand at the moment, so you'd still you'd have to hit him with the phaser first. Okay. Know, yeah. Like I'll just bash him or whatever you want to yeah. do. Um, because you can't change weapons during this. That's fine. Phase. Sure. Sure. I'll, yeah, um, I'll, I'll dodge a mechleth, catch the other one with the center of the rifle, and just whip him in the face with the butt of the butt of the gun. All right. Roll uh, your. It's one plus your security. Okay. Is there anything fancy to click on there, or do I do that manually? Uh, one plus your security would be six. So go ahead and click on that. I'd send it on your sheet. Oh. You can always add those to your sheet. Doesn't matter. Uh, six damage and two effects. The effects don't matter. Uh, yeah, effects don't matter here. Um, you have one momentum to spend on that action. So okay. Uh, bonus damage, extra minor action, penetration, or reroll damage. Can I pull from our momentum pool to spend two, or just what I generated? You could spend one from your pool, yes. Because I'd kind of like to. It says it says disarm one weapon held, but you're saying he's dual wielding, right? Does that he is he is okay. dual wielding? So that wouldn't really help. Uh, no. Okay. Um, there also is a way to knock somebody down. Uh, when fighting with hand to hand, you can also, I believe, use the knockdown. You should normally have that for just punching, yeah. which is two okay. momentum, I believe. Um, uh, no, it's uh, it triggers at the effect. Oh right, you can do it with effects. So, okay, right. So you can knock him down if you want to, and disarm him if you want to. Disarm one of his weapons if you want to. Okay. What what does knocking him down? How does that benefit me? Uh, it makes him prone. It makes him use a. Uh, in order for him to get up, he'd have to use a uh, a move action essentially. Okay. And and that is using effects, not momentum. You said correct. And he can still attack you from the ground position, but it's a disadvantage. Right. So, okay. Uh, I am going to yes, I'm going to knock him to the ground, and I'll still have my own action after this. Right. That was just correct. Retali okay. Uh, so I'm going to knock him to the ground, and I'm actually going to take my extra minor action to uh, switch to the hypo spray. Is that something I can do? Yeah. Sure. I'm going to do that. Okay. Um, uh, at, yeah. mm, mm, I see there's also a, a grapple option here. Is that something I can do? That would be next uh, round. Okay. That would be on your attack. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. Um, so you switch to Hypo Spray. Um, and uh, it is, that was my action. I am going to be a dick and spend two threat to maintain more momentum. All right. All right. Um, the Klingons are going to open fire. Um, I will once again roll two dice and narrate as appropriate. Oh, man. That's good for you guys. Um, okay. Uh, once again, your guys open fire. Their guys open fire. Some things happen. Um, it goes back and forth a little bit. wound that guy's gonna take one wound and the Klingons are just sucking balls today they're not doing anything uh, 
then that guy gets up and he will go after uh, after your action. I will have one more Klingon to go after you. So, um, let's see. It's not three, only two. Roll two. Klingons in retaliation. Uh, okay. Three of the Klingons retaliate. Um, the one stands up and fires. The other two that are attacked fire. Morjot is with you. And then the guy that you attacked the first round will be attacked this will, will attack after you go. Um, one of your guys gets hit and is down. Mildly disrupted. <laughs> Takes two injuries. Um, other than that, you've got three guys on your side still up and two Klingons took damage that turn. So. Uh, you can now go. Okay. Uh, do I need to grapple this guy before I stick him with the hypo spray? Uh, you'd either grapple him or make a um, melee attack. I thought the I thought the grapple was a, was an effect from a melee attack, or are they um, two separate things? I have them as in the. We have as two separate things. So the combat can attempt the combatant oh. can attempt to grapple, hold, tackle, or otherwise restrain a foe from fitness security. Uh, if you get more successes than your opponent, you do you don't do damage. Instead, you restrain the opponent, or in other words, attack them, and you'd be able to use your hypo spray then, um, or you just make an attack and hypo spray them as if it was a normal melee attack. It might be worth noting that it requires a open hand, which if you're holding the phaser rifle in one, the hypo spray in the other. I figured I'd just, I'd just let that sling over onto my back. Yeah, I, I assumed you dropped the, quote-unquote, dropped the phaser rifle. But they got straps, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, uh, if, if it would take two actions to grapple and hypospray, but only one action to just hypospray, I don't see the, uh, the reason to do the former. If I'm understanding how the flow of combat is going to work here. Um, so Unless it gives right. me benefits. So the combat, the, the only real reason to, to, to grapple him in this case is um, grappling doesn't give your opponent a chance to counterattack, as it were. Doing the hand-to-hand -hand combat, they can counterattack. Um, whereas this, if, if they're fighting off of the grapple, and they, you can, if you don't grapple them, if you do succeed in the grapple, you can do the hypospray. If you don't succeed in the grapple, you can't, basically. Okay, if I succeed on the grapple, I get an automatic. I automatically also get to do the hyperspray. It's not a separate turn. Okay, it would not be. Okay, in this case, does him being on the ground help me grappling him? Um, I would say it would probably give you uh, advantage. Seems a lot, but it would probably be advantage given that he's on the ground and prone, um, which would basically mean that you would have a plus one. Um, you know what? I'll tell you what. I'll give you a free momentum because that's easier. Okay. To do the math on. Uh, so grapple. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt to grapple him on the ground. That is a fitness and security versus fitness and security roll. Okay. Uh, fitness. And I'm gonna security. Spend a threat. I'm gonna spend that free momentum that you gave me for a third dice. And then I'm going to buy one, give you another momentum with bold to get four dice with my focus, fitness, security, 
roll. Oof. Uh, still five successes. All right. You managed to grapple him. Okay. Um, because I only got three. Yeah, and I, I just, as, as soon as I knock him down, I'm just dive on top of him. We go into a tumble, and throughout this, I'm just going to pull out my hypo spray and try to jab it into his neck. Right. Um, you do succeed in that. Uh, roll. Uh, I'm going to say it's 12. Roll that top one, that 12 that I just created for you. Okay. That will be the hypo. That will be the hypo spray doing damage. Oh, and it is... I thought this was an automatic knockout. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, it's supposed to be. Damn it, Dasavi. Twelve should yeah, be for come most on. Anybody. I will say that this bypasses resistance, though. So you're doing seven straight. Um... And I only got seven there. Did yeah, I roll higher on less dice? <laughs> you, you did. Uh, is, is there a is there an option to? Can I spend momentum to re-roll? I remember seeing that as a something somewhere. There's so many charts. Uh, you can spend one momentum to re-roll damage. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do that. What do I get to re-roll? Uh, any of those you want. Um, what is not damage? <laughs> I don't know what any of these numbers mean. <clears throat> so a one is one damage. Star Trek has its own. Dice. Right. One is one damage. Two is two damage. Three and four are zero. Five and six are one and an effect. So okay. you'd want to reroll your at least your I one, two, three, five. four, mm. five fours. Or your five that are nothing. You have, you have five yeah. that are nothing. Yeah, I'm going to re reroll those five. You you could just reroll all of them if you want to because that's kind of a bad roll. Just reroll all of them? You can if you want right. to. You don't, you don't have to. Uh, You know what? Sure. That's probably easier. Just, just go again. Just do it again. Be better, please. All right, okay. that is the better. Yeah. Um, ten and four effects, um, which I will take yeah. the effects into account because of the medication, and they're going to count essentially as vicious one. Um, so that is fourteen damage on Morjad, <laughs> which puts him there. Resistance doesn't apply because it's a medication. Uh, he takes two wounds because of the thing. Almost takes three. You don't have any momentum to spend. Uh, so you can't get a 15. So you can't get three wounds, but you get two. And he gets a little woozy. You can see it in his eyes. Like it takes, it starts taking effect. And he kind of shakes it off. And you can see almost like a, in his eye, almost like a matrixy, um, in his left eye, something is almost like a matrixy, like something is calculating inside of his, inside of his eye. And you can see it. Um, and that is your turn. But you're now you're you're now and lying on the ground. You're, you're now lying on the ground, rolling around with a Klingon. The cyborg uh, Klingon. The cyborg Klingon. Um, and the other Klingon go as planned. The other Klingon is going to fire. He got the last one to go. I was going to fire at you, but now you're rolling on the ground, so he won't. He's going to aim that thing at Chirka and fire at Chirka. Um, two to fire at Chirka. Counts as only one. Oh no, that is two successes because he's got the focus. So it hits. Uh, damage on the disruptor is four plus his security, which is four. One, two, three. Yeah, that's eight. Okay. Eight d six. Go ahead and roll. Uh, one, two, three, four, and five. So you take five damage, Chirka from a disruptor. 
I will give you two threat to avoid the injury, and I will take the complication. Um, what, what he was using a disruptor. I'll right. take this disruptor burn. All right. Um, so Chirica's hit, knocked back a little bit, but nothing, nothing substantial. Uh, no, no game effect that is going to do anything other than well, the complication. Uh, the the, the complication, complication, right, right. Is a negative. It does. I mean, there's no. You know what I mean? There's no. You're not down or out. I'm not dying. <laughs> you're not dying. Um, hits you. Hits like hits to your shoulder area and like throws you back a little bit against the wall, and you have a, a pretty nasty burn on that on the left shoulder. Um, which brings us back around to the top, uh, and uh, you guys get to decide who goes first. I'll I'll go first. Um, um, so I will. Tr uh, I, I'm obviously being shot at by Klingon. Um, I would like to roll for cover uh, with my with my minor action, and then uh, shoot him with a phaser uh, with my. Uh, uh, I have a type type two phaser. Um, you shoot. You're gonna shoot Morjad? Uh, whoever shot me, I'm shooting back. Okay, right. That's um, not Morjad. Okay. Yeah. Um, I will give you a threat to roll a another die. Uh, that is daring plus security. That is one success. Okay, that misses. Actually, Phaser blast goes right past his head and, and hits the wall next to him, and he uh, he appears unfazed by that. Okay. Get it? Phaser phased. Uh, ah. Ha! <laughs> uh, Morjad uh, goes next. Oh, what do I want to do with Morjad here? Pass out. Just delayed effect. Mm. Just On your turn, he actually will take more damage from the, from the drug, but uh, that's on your turn. Uh, well, he is he is grappled, so that means he can only do certain things. Correct. Uh, may only attempt to break free, uh, which I believe is again another contested role. Yep. Uh, or attack me with a with extra difficulty or something like that. Right. I get some sort of bonus. I am going to attempt to not break free what i'm going to attempt to do is actually hit my communicator uh we're going to say that, that is going to be that's that's not one of the actions you're allowed to take <laughs> that's true uh, <laughs> it would be it would especially be break free and then if he managed to break free he can hit his communicator okay damage. so i'm going to spend three momentum or three of my thingies to gain uh, is it contested or the it book contested. says difficulty to fitness plus security or, uh, I've or got did a, you change that in the in the Europa Players Bible. It's contested. I gotcha. wrote it as okay. contested because it makes more sense. It makes contested. more sense that way. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, fitness, security. security. Uh, take another threat because I am still bold fighting a Klingon cyborg Klingon one on one. Oh my god! What a terrible roll. I still got three successes though. Three versus three. Uh. Technically, Ty goes to the player in this game, right? Ties go to the player in this situation. Well, 
ties go to the aggressor in this one. You're the aggressor. Okay. Um, so he does not succeed. Um, he goes to go for his uh, to his communicator and does not succeed. Um, does not break free. Let's see. He can still act against Grapper as normal. Wait. Prevent them from moving and engaging their opponents, though the next though the target can still act against the grappler as normal. And the next round the grappler may engage the foe, blah, 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 Can hold in place. If grappled combatant wins, they escape and can move freely the next round. There are experiments, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Um, you manage to basically, as he goes to reach for his uh, his communicator, you grab his arm and pin it to the ground. Um, I am going to spend two of my remaining thingies here to take swift action and headbutt you instead. Nice. I was waiting for that headbutt. Yeah, I was trying to figure out how I could do it. Uh, that, that's a, a swift action? It costs... So as a swift action allows me to basically take another action. Um, and oh, it costs two okay. momentum to, to do it. Gotcha. But that that's a, that's a melee attack, right? That's also contested? Uh, in this case, it's a melee attack increased with difficulty of one. Yeah. Um, since he's not... It wouldn't in this case it's not gonna be fitness and security, it's gonna be just daring and security. Um versus your you can't really counterattack with a headbutt. You're holding his arm, so it would be fitness and security would be your to attempt to not get hit. Okay. Fitness and I'm security. Spend two more here. I'll spend my last two. Uh does does anti headbutt maneuvers count as hand to hand? I mean that sounds like hand to hand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Take another threat because I'm still bold. <laughs> Man, he's rolling like crap today. That is still well. That's four successes. So he gets four, but no, his uh, his <sighs> um, his what are the words I'm looking for? His uh, bonuses, his thingy doesn't apply. His focus doesn't apply here. Um, or you have uh, three successes and no focuses that apply, so you no. will take damage. He has one additional success on you, so I get one momentum. Uh, gonna roll damage, and his headbutt is one plus security, which is five, so you six damage or six dice, I should say. And I'm gonna use my one to do an additional additional damage two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, so nine damage from the headbutt, sir. That hurts. And bridges are sharp, yeah, bridges are sharp, yeah. Ambrose takes one to the face. Breaks your nose, blood goes everywhere. You see stars for a second. Um, yeah, it's nine, so you take one injury, or you can avoid injury except you don't have momentum left, so you can't. Uh, what does that injury mean? Uh, injury means you can't act anymore, so I would suggest avoiding uh, the injury. Yeah, I'm going to avoid the injury, however I can. Right, can I you give me threat for that. You guys give me two more yeah. threat. Yep, and yeah, you take, take avoid injury. Um, which you can then take a complication, and the complication would be like breaks your nose and you're down. You, you'll you'll be working at disadvantage, which basically means you lose the advantage that you had from your previous, um, whatever. Okay. So sure. Um, so yes, you have a broken nose. There's blood pouring out of your face. Your eyes are blackening up. Uh, it's it hurt. Yes, he he did it hurt. And it's your turn. He takes some more damage for being poisoned. Which he's still up. Ugh. 
Doctor. Okay. Man, I was really hoping I could just counter headbutt him into unconsciousness, <laughs> but that did not work. <sighs> I would like to spend two threat to keep the initiative. Uh, you don't need to yet, because it's your turn. All right, well, then I, I will run over and kick the Klingon in the head. Well, I should say it's it's Ambrose's turn, because you went already, oh, right? Yeah, you went first, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So to keep the initiative, you would have to spend four momentum. You'd have to, no, you're you, right. Never mind. Yeah, yeah he'd have to he'd have to go. You'd spend two to spend the initiative, and then two. Yeah, more I lost track of the turns. Yeah, so. and two more to be able to do swift action. But it's it's Ambrose's turn at the moment. So, okay. Uh, he is still grappled, though, right? Correct. So I gain a bonus momentum on all melee attacks made against the grappled character. So uh, yes, yeah. Uh, I, I assume this hypo spray was a one use thing i can't just double them up okay right. that'd probably be unhealthy anyway <laughs> yes. uh yeah I'm, I'm just going to i'm just i'm just going to melee attack just continue to you know just try to punch him yeah okay just rolling around on the ground just alleyway brawling yeah okay. um it is uh uh daring security daring security versus is Fitness and security because you can't counterattack because you're grappling him. All right, take your threat. Um, I will spend that threat right now. By the way, I found the effects for being prone. It's two bonus momentum from attacks in close range, whether ranged or uh, uh, melee. So you get another bonus momentum there. Two bonus. Yeah, yeah he would get another one. Uh, you'd get. So you get two momentum, two additional momentum to go on there. Okay, so I I can. Um, they don't they don't count towards rolls. They count towards what you can do on your sheet. Yeah. Okay. Um. So he's got one, two, three successes. You've got three successes. Um. You have advantage, so um. You because you you're the aggressor, so you can, but you have zero momentum from the attack, but two momentum from the grapple. So okay. you can roll you can roll damage, and you have two momentum. Okay. Uh, that was that was six again, right? Yeah, correct. Four damage, one effect. The effect would be uh, the only thing you do is knock him down, which you can't do because he's already down. Um, and you get two momentum, so you can either re-roll, do more damage, use uh, penetration, which would probably be a good idea. Right. Uh, is re-roll one or two? Where's my list here? One. Okay, so I can spend one on penetration and one to re-roll those threes, because threes are nothing? Correct. Okay, so I can re-roll three dice and penetrate away two of his resistance. Correct. All right, I'm going to do that. There we go. So five. Nine. Uh, nine, yes, nine damage. No effects don't apply. Uh, minus two because of his resistance. Um, he takes another wound and is now clearly stunned. Um, still alive, but clearly where you would be injured, he's, that's where he would be. He can, take no, he can take no further actions without spending threat. Okay. Um, or in your case, it would, you'd normally, for you guys, it would be determination. For him, it's threat. Okay. Yeah, one, one good elbow to, uh, to the side of his face. Gotcha. Yeah, he's got some some blood trickling out of his mouth now, and um, 
not not great, not great for him. Um, I now get to go, and I haven't taken any of my other actions this turn. So, uh, let's see. Roll for your guys, and then roll for my guys. Oops, two, not three. Guys do pretty good. My guys do pretty good. Okay, so uh, they drop a Klingon. He's dead. They drop another Klingon. He's dead. One of your guys goes down. You're down two. They're down three. I have two left. Uh, one of them is going to shoot at Chirka, and the other one is going to shoot at Ambrose uh, with disadvantage because he's got to shoot past Morjad. So let's start with shooting at Chirka. Um, I get resistance from cover. Yeah, which is two rolled dice, and he misses anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, and then shooting at Ambrose, difficulty is going to be three. I'm going to spend a threat. Two roll three dice. Uh, and that is two successes, so he misses. So a phaser, bl a disruptor blast goes scaling past your head. Um, and I am going to, it is the beginning of the round, but I'm going to spend two momentum, my last two threat, to maintain the initiative, and Morjad is going to go. I thought he had to spend threat in order to take an Oh, action. you're right. Yeah. I, you're right. I can't. I wouldn't be able to let him go. Um, so it is your turn. Who's going to go? Um, yeah, I think I'm going to try and tackle Morjad. Um well, Morjad's down. He seems to still be kicking. Well, he's down. He's being held by Ambrose, so you'll be getting involved with Ambrose to help hold down Morjad. Which you can do. I'm it's not saying you can do it. I'm just, I'm, just wanting, I'm, like, I'm describing what the scene would be. Yeah, I mean, I'm just hoping I can do any damage whatsoever, and hopefully he'll, he'll, that'll be enough to render him defeated. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm going to count on that. I'm going to come over and kick him in the head. The only thing past injured is dead, right? No, defeated, oh. which if you're using a non-lethal okay. attack, such as a, a kick, oh, okay. uh, you're unconscious. Yeah. Fine. Oh. I won't 1v1 this Klingon. <laughs> if you want to 1v1, I can do something else. <laughs> and we're collaborating here, so I can do something else. I, was, I do still I, have two other... There are still, still two, two Klingons, Klingons firing disruptors. I, I think they're the more Klingons. dangerous. I yeah, will right. shoot the other Klingons. I just, I just wanted to... Have Chirka help somehow. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, you can do whatever you want to do. It's fine. All right. Way. All right. I will detect the other Klingons. Um, Either shoot, disarm, you know what? up a console. I take that back. I am actually going to recover. Um, I'm too stressed per momentum. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do a fitness and command roll to catch my breath and be able to, uh, well, if I get hit, I'm not going to die. No, wait, I didn't take an injury. Never mind. You didn't take an injury, though, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I would need to do that to... But it, okay, but if I get hit again, I can't avoid the injury. That's how that works. Right. Um, yeah. I'll take a shot. I, that seems worth the risk. Um, uh, I will uh, aim and then shoot. Okay. Actually, you know what? I'm just going to charge. I'm going to charge um, for vicious. Um Difficulty uh, is two. I, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a threat um, to, to roll three die. 
one. Well, that's one. Uh, that's one, so that's not enough to do anything. Yep. You uh, you charge up the phaser and fire, and <laughs> the council next to the Klingon gets hit and explodes. Um, no shrapnel in the face, but no damage. Just you know. Right. Uh, and it's my turn. Let me let me throw something at you, actually. Sure. Uh, since since you house rolled that we have extra determination, yeah. Um, I let let me let me run this by you. My value respect must be uh must be given to be earned. Uh, I I, I want to I basically want to assert my dominance over this guy. Can I use that to to uh to to take an additional task right now? Um, by making him respect me by one v oneing him. Uh, let me look at your thing here. Let's see how this reads. Let's see. I don't know. I don't really see that because I mean, there like re respect for a Klingon is is very like alpha, alpha leader. Sure. Like I'm going to beat you up and you're going to respect me. But you're yeah, but you're not giving him any respect. You're not earning any respect. You're uh, you're, you're pummeling him in the face with your face. That's how Klingons <laughs> do respect, right? <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, I might be stretching. Maybe um, it can just be a social check. He intimidates him to try to surrender. Klingons don't surrender. <laughs> I, they, they do sometimes they, they, they demonstrably do yeah, do. yeah that, that is true that is true they demonstrably do this one probably will not <laughs> sure that that um, might be a stretch that's uh, probably if, it, if, it's a bit, if it you seems, don't think that's a thing yeah it feels like a stretch that. to me for yeah. that one um i don't have any other way to avoid being headbutted in the face again I was trying to knock him out. You wanted to. You wanted to, to finish his bottle bottle. Yeah, I, I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, Somehow he spend... keeps getting threat, which means he can continually use threat. Right. Uh, I'm gonna use a threat to be able to act. I'm gonna use two threat to be able to try to fight back here, and I'm gonna try. He only to had two threat. No, uh, he gave me a threat from. I gave you one threat. Yep. Oh, I didn't know other people could do that. That's my thing, Brian. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Desperate times. Uh, oh, that's okay. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, I have the tough talent. What does that do? Uh, I'm not trying to hit you anyway. Uh, I mean, I might, but gives you extra stress. Oh no! When uh, I have the tough talent, I mean, this might be. Well, I'll have to remember this for later. But whenever you avoid an injury, the cost is reduced by one. So, gotcha. it only cost me one back when we did that. But that was so long ago. I'm okay with that if if it's just gone. Uh, make a fitness and security check. Fitness and security. Oh, you're going to fail that check. Well, maybe not. You might. I got four. Because that's a 19. That's not so bad. I got four. Fitness, security, focus. Uh, hey, it looks like you're out of threat. I am, unless you want to use bold. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Take another threat. I do this to myself. Big money, no whammies. No, damn it. Okay. All right. He's out. He managed to break his arm free and hit his communicator. Uh, a few seconds later, you are holding on to the air. Damn it. Um, <laughs> to be fair, though, I lost that fight hard. Um, there are still... Can I, can, I, uh, can I just scream out coward in Klingon as he disappears? Sure. What, sure. what is that? I feel like I know what that is. I don't know. Uh... That is that. That's not patak. That's that's more. That's something else. Uh, 
Cog Sofe. So Sofe. Well, what, whatever. He I does not out. eat yeah. Gog. Is the pronunciation <laughs> is, is what it apparently means. Okay. Okay. Uh, thank you, Google. <laughs> sure. Sure. Weird. All right. Weird. All right. Um, with that, uh, you have the action. There are still two Klingons. I think. How many? Oh, he left, and he still left his men here. Man, that guy. Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, there are two Klingons left. Both are in. Both are wounded. Dishonor on him. Dishonor on his family. Dishonor on his targ. Hey, I had written it in. If you killed him or captured him, I actually had a way to to, to move the story forward, even without him. <sighs> so, but I managed it. I survived to be fighting another day. Uh, what are you gonna do, though? It's your turn. You have two of your guys up. There are two of their guys still around. And uh, we're going to wrap it up pretty soon here. So what you want to do? Uh, yeah, Ambrose is pissed. <laughs> he has a broken nose, and this guy just bamped out on him. Uh, did he take both his, his mechleths with him? No. Okay, they're, they're clattered on the ground somewhere? Clattered on the ground somewhere. Uh, yeah, this is a really stupid decision, but Ambrose is pissed. <laughs> he's grabbing one of those mechleths, and he's going for... Uh, uh, no, Ambrose is smarter than that. He's not He's not a barbarian. No, he's just going to re-sling his wife and take a shot at one, okay. of the, one of the Klingons that are left up. Okay. Um, that will be your, to do that will be your minor action to, to, to go to kneeling and draw up, and so you can't do an aim, but you can fire. Okay. I'll do that. Uh, control security. Correct. Difficulty is two. Okay. I'll just roll here. Eleven and that's four. So that's two successes. That hits. Roll damage. There we go. Twelve and two. See so your phaser. You can whip the crap out of people. Yeah. Um, Which is strange because I'm really more built for hand to hand. Right. Well, phasers do a lot of damage. <laughs> that is true. I mean, six is a lot of damage for hand to hand. Yeah. Um, so you hit the Klingon, this guy over here. It doesn't really matter which one you hit. Um, you had no momentum, so they got resistance, so you're actually only doing eight. Eight. Um, well, that one is still going to drop. I'll drop either one of these. Well, not drop, but I'll do that to either one of these guys. Eight does one there, plus one for taking him, so he takes two more wounds. He's down to one wound. He is unconscious. Not, well, unconscious, quote-unquote. He can take an action by spending a threat. I mean, these were set to kill. He's dead, right? No, he still has one wound left. Huh. So okay. he's he's at the sure. incapacitated phase. Okay. Um, uh, and it's my turn. Um, I assume you don't want your guys to shoot the guy who's on the ground now. It would be very not Starfleety. Yeah, fine. Uh, you can tell him to if you want. <laughs> no, <to>. no. <laughs> um, we are Starfleet. Uh, let's roll two, and then they only need to roll one. Oh yeah, no, are your guys okay? So they take out the other, the last Klingon. He's dead. You've got one down, one beamed out. Um, so you have one in custody, or you can take one into custody. You've lost two of your guys, and one is wounded. So you're down three, but one, two of them are dead. One is just wounded. Um, plus, Chirka took one to the shoulder. You took one to the face. Um, that's it for that. 
okay. on that note um well can i run over to the to the ones that are dead and injured slap their communicator and call for an emergency beam out for those affected me and character are going to stay down here and make sure the mountain doesn't explode sure yeah no problem okay yeah i assume you want your guys to take them and take the one guy into custody beam him out too yeah yeah okay um your your medical team beams everybody out beams out the klingon the one guy who's not hurt the guy who's hurt and the two that are dead um i assume you're leaving the do, are you going to leave the bodies of the other klingons or oh no we're yeah we're taking them all right everybody beams out yep um you guys i assume stay to try to put the to, to turn the, put the kibosh on the blow up mm-hmm. hold on uh as soon as the captain hears the this plan as soon as he get, gets this calm he's going to have the klingons beamed into quarantine because we know that they, they might yeah. be spreading yeah. something else. Yeah, that, that was that was the plan. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Mills okay. Mills has that set up. Um and I assume you're gonna have the injured Klingon either go into quarantine in med or quarantine in yeah. uh the jail. Mm-hmm. The <laughs> I, yeah, either way. Quarantine quarantine wherever Quarantined. is appropriate. Yeah. Sure, uh, no problem. Captain, one of uh one of the Klingons escaped through a bean out. Is there any way you can get somebody to trace that? Uh, I'll do what I can. We got a situation to uh, contain down here. I'll be in touch. All right. Uh, it's hard to leave it right there. I don't want to leave it right there, but I also don't want to spend a lot more time on this. Okay, so uh, I got to get up in the morning. So you run back to the uh, – well, for, first, you guys are heading back into the room to turn off the, the, the thing, the machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll go to the bridge first. And let the bridge give us a roll on the trying to trace the thing. Yeah, I'm going to search for any cloak ships while we're at it. Because um, they, if they got beamed out, it was probably to a cloak ship. Right. So, um, yeah, uh, O'Connor, give us a scan. See if you can find that transporter. Yeah, everyone's got to wake. Everyone's got to wake up. So, oh, you don't have sound. You're muted. I can't hear you. Your headset Uh, out of out of power. I've been over here having whole ass conversations. (laughs) (laughs) Well then, Uh, she's been participating this whole time, and there's been no. (laughs) I have. I just Uh, forgot that I muted the headset and Zoom. I unmuted Zoom. Um, All right, reason science. Is that what we're Reason doing? Reason and science, yep. Reason and science. Difficulty is, uh, with these, it is three. It would normally be four, but because you have your sensors, it's three. Okay. Yeah. Can't that can't is a... with the direct. Yeah, there's a 15. Okay. Yeah, that does, doesn't... Uh, you want to you want to assist is what you want to do. Yeah, right? can, can't yeah. assist with a direct is what I meant with yeah. using command. That's two. Target is 15. Plus, I'm sure the ship nice. is... Yay! Yeah, we get some momentums. Okay. Um, you do, in fact, trace the transporter. Um, actually, I'm not going to give you the momentum yet, because you can ask questions. Uh, you do trace the beam out to something above the, not polar region, but northern region of northern hemisphere. Uh, there is definitively a ship there. Um and it is beginning to move. Uh, we'll move to follow it. Um, but I figure we'll p- pick that up next week. Yeah. Um, 
also to maintain the lock on it, you'll have to make additional rolls in the future. Um, with that, I guess we will uh, head back to Ambrose and Chirka, uh, who are have rushed into the room to disable the giant bomb that Chirka made. Uh, the clock is ticking down, uh, you know, to 10, 9, 8. Go ahead and give me a roll to disarm. The difficulty is only going to be one because you set it up to not blow up. So you only got to get one success on however many dice you want to roll, and you have one momentum. Well, I will go ahead and use that uh, that remaining momentum. I would prefer not to explode. <laughs> You'll have bit. just enough time to, if you don't explode, to not explode, to beam out. So <laughs> I got three successes. So all right, you managed to, as it ticks down, it you know you know it's five, four, three, and it you shut it off. You didn't get to one. You were better than one. Commander, I have good news, and I have good news. We're not going to blow up. That's the good news. And? Isn't that enough good news? You said good news and good news. Well, it means we're not going to explode twice. I mean, it, it means. Captain, it, we have an Iconian gateway down here. Please advise. Um, we're in pursuit of the Klingon vessel. Uh, secure it as best you can. We'll be back for you. We'll beat them down a team if we have time. And we'll leave it there. Find that Patak for me. Uh, all right. That's a good place to leave it. I like that. Mm. Okay. Gotta love frustrating players. <laughs> uh, all right. What moment stands out most to you this evening? It, it did, uh, let me let me ask. Could yeah. I identify him as Morjad, or is he just some Absolutely. faceless Klingon to me? Yeah, okay, no, man. I'm gonna have some words with Martok about how much of a bitch ass <laughs> coward his son is. <laughs> uh, we're, that's actually something I want you to do. I really do. There's some information to be gained there. Uh, what moment stands out most to you this evening? I personally liked uh, pissing off Ambrose. It's a bitch ass coward Morjad. It's a daily event of mine I like to do, so uh, check one off for accomplishment. <laughs> uh, Anybody else? I like being able to be creative with the engineering. Yeah. I did like the attempt to uh, to use. Uh, your engineering to to disarm Morjad. Yeah, it's a shame it didn't work, but yeah, good attempt though. I liked it. Anybody else got anything? Who best embodied their character? A lot of combat in this session, so it's hard to say. But yeah. I thought Shirka did a really good job. Thank you. Like I thought the... Tong with the the bug and trace. Yeah. Also, the not telling anyone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What he's yep. doing. Yeah. That's so Tong. He's in his own little world doing his uh doing his own the, thing. That'll be the nineties sitcom spin-off, that's so Tong. That's so Tong. <laughs> yeah. It's a hollow program he's creating. Right. Him and Eva. Anybody else got anything? There was um, a lot of combat. Um there was a lot of combat. Yeah. I tried to keep the combat interesting. Um I enjoyed it. Combat is combat. Uh, a lot, a lot of me asking questions because combat. This is the most complicated combat system I've ever had to deal with. But 
it's up there. It's really, I don't think it's that complicated, really. It's it's fairly there's simple. There's a lot of moving pieces sometimes. The, there's yeah. a lot of moving pieces there's per options. scene. Yeah. The, the, the challenge dice are fiddly. That's the problem. Yes. And well, there, there's been... momentum spends and effect spends. Then you have to roll D6s, right. but the D6s don't have the same faces. So you have to figure mm-hmm. out what the faces mean. And then you have right. things you can spend momentum on and things you can spend uh, effects yeah. on, but you have to charge to Weapon get the effects. effects. And it, 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 right. Then yeah. you, melee is contested and, and ranged is not. And yada. It's well, so, so many things you have to consult. The, ra- the contested is different spots in the book. Yeah. <laughs> The contested thing is actually a rule that I did. That's not the book's rule. No, the normal, con- the normally it's just one success to hit. No, it's in the book. Yeah, I'm contested. Yeah. Well, right. been contested. It, it may be contested, but it's not. If it's it's not like there's no counter attack thing for it. That's something I stole from Vampire. Well, they they inflict stress, so they don't do an attack roll. But yeah, right. No, that's that's in there. If the target wins in a post attack, the a test they inflict stress on you instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. Is that in the Klingon book? Um, in, uh, it's at least in the Klingon book. I think it's yeah. in the other one, too. I have to reread that because it, that, again, the book is terribly written. Not terribly yeah. written, terribly laid out. Organized. So things yeah, are terribly organized. Find. Yeah. Um, I really don't actually like the Star Trek version of 2D20. Like, I think every other version of 2D20 is better. Dune's <laughs> um, much better. I can tell, I can tell you that. Um, I think Conan is better. Like, it's really not any more complicated than D&D. It's just, Again, you've never done it, and it's yeah. not. It's everyone can do the same things, unlike in D and D, where it's like a wizard can do fifty thousand things, and it's, a warrior can do thirty things like, in a single action. It's like every. It's like every system. It's got its pros and its cons, but yeah. ground combat is not one of its pros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, combat isn't really a Star Trek trait either. Right. It's not a thing you see in Star Trek episodes very often. Yeah, but see, I wish it was faster then. Because like yeah, st- agreed. Fights in Star Trek are, are a lot faster. Yeah, you Although, you walk up and you do the uh, the Kirk hammer and they go down. That's how combat works. Right. <laughs> right. Which is why I change the damage to be for every five instead of five and over. But these Klingons have four wounds, which normally is not the case. Normally you only get two. Yeah. Um, that, stupid cheating I, Klingons. I feel like I feel like that's not a great rule because it does make combat take way longer. It does, but you could think about how many rounds we went through. And it was still faster than a D&D combat, by far. That is true. That is very true. <laughs> I mean, that's true, but it was still basically we were fighting double the enemies. Yes. Yes. With half as many. They, they only yeah. have as many attacks. And, but yeah. they are cyborg genetically. I mean, it made sense to me. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm, okay with, I'm okay with the length of the combat. Yeah. If the idea was... for a normal four to five hour session. But since we right. only got two hours in... The normal the, the the number of components is what I was going for is, is increasing the number of opponents without increasing the number of combatants who can attack because that them being able to attack ends you guys way faster. Um, combat even by normal rules is very dangerous in this game. And if yeah. I had given you twelve compo- twelve opponents, that would have been but we would have been done. You'd have been done. Yeah. Like there's no way to survive I mean, that. I guess I just don't see the point of doubling the combatants. Mostly because I wanted to make the. I wanted to get exactly what I got out of the combat with in the hand to hand with Ambrose, which would not have happened under the normal rules. Like it, it really couldn't have. That combat would have been over. Yeah, because I would have whooped his ass. Yeah, yeah, because it's really whoever goes first wins. Bitch ass in, coward in Morjad. The difficulty to hit and do damage is not very high. It's 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 very easy to end somebody if you go first. 
um, and I wanted the struggle. I wanted that back and forth struggle between whoever was going on with it. No, honestly, it was great. I really enjoyed that personally. I really enjoyed my fight with Morjot, except when he left. <laughs> right. Um, Calls himself Klingon. Good idea, bad idea. And you get one of those. Hand to hand with a Klingon is always a bad idea. Good idea, bad idea. That's a great idea. I mean, objectively, not allowing Cherka to kick him in the head was a bad idea, but <laughs> I wanted yes. a I wanted a one on one Marjok. Uh, close. I mean, oh. you definitely, you definitely beat him. If he if he wasn't a bitch ass coward Klingon, I would have got him. <laughs> uh, anybody else have a good idea, bad idea? Uh, another bad idea: Tong not telling anybody about the spy equipment he found on the ship. Bringing the console to blow, but mm-hmm. it turned out okay. So, oh, it turned the whole base to blow up. You mean? Yeah. The console blow up. That was a good idea. That yeah. Was a no. Yeah. Idea. No. The the whole base. Yeah. Like uh, that gave Chirka. I liked that because it gave Chirka a chance to take somebody out of the fight or do mm-hmm. damage without having to use a phaser. Yeah. So I like that. I like the the getting around the. I'm not a combatant. I'm an engineer. Right. I like that. So yeah, and I appreciate you being allowing me to be creative with that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what did you see for another player or character that you'd like to see more of in the future? I liked. Um, I liked Dasavi's uh, attempt at empathy. Not attempt, but empathy it was hard to do much. But we we didn't get to see as much as I would like to have. Um. Just with the uh, with the situation of the the how many dead people there Defiends. were and all that stuff. Defiend. Yeah. No, no. Dasavi. Do you? No. Yeah, you were when you you're talking to the guy and you talk then you talk to the captain and he's like it's bad down here and it wasn't a lot. It was a very minor thing you, you did, but because Dasavi was talking no. to the doctor, right? And then you talked to the you. captain. I was thinking capital E as in her abilities empathy. I'm like I didn't do oh, anything no, no. with that. No, no. I got you. All right, no. I'm with you. Yes, just being human, having a human moment. No. Um, it's not, even though you're not a human. <laughs> I liked Ambrose being decisive with, with rigging the base below and stuff. Like, that's exactly the kind of thing I was hoping to see from him. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad I got it. You know, I know uh, I, I know it was dangerous, but I, I like Ambrose being dangerous. Yeah, yeah. It's that, that bold trait every time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get dangerous. Uh, anybody else got one? I, I I did actually really like um, Delph Daphine playing, you know, head nurse and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, I like. I, I like the setup of it all. Yeah. I like that she just kind of set stepped in and just started to do. Didn't really. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait for orders. Yeah. She's bossy, and sometimes that works in her benefit. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. No, I like it. All right. If we change one thing about the session, what would it be? Marjot um, disappearing. <laughs> I already Just mentioned the thing about the words. I think I think uh, that combat went longer than it probably should have. Yeah. Anybody else? Evelyn, you got anything? Uh, mm. Not really. Do, I'm exhausted to today. I might have yeah. been less exhausted, but I think just circumstances are what they are. Yeah. Um, I think combat will go faster once everybody is a little bit more familiar with what combat is. We're not going to do a lot of combat yeah. anyways. Yeah. Like, well, just, and I think that's kind of the of. inherent 
Catch-22 with, with Star Trek and combat is you don't get more streamlined with it until you do it more. Yeah. Right. And there just isn't that much combat. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I, I, I would say I, I felt like that hypospray could have done more, which would have, you know, helped curtail some of that combat length. Yeah. Because I mean, I, I get it. He's, he's cybernetic. He might have some filters or he's augmented and whatnot, but I 12, mean, that was specifically designed with... to go right. against them. And I, after the reroll, rolled pretty high. Well, 12 was... damage after, uh, 12 damage with no resistance. That's pretty powerful. Yeah. So I, I was so. really confused why they didn't just. It also probably should have been a medicine check rather than a security check. Probably should have been, but. Nah, yeah. Meh. Oh, well. I'm not, I'm not complaining. I would not yeah. have hit. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like making contact forcefully with the hypo spray would still be security. I'm not True. making the medicine. I'm not right. Uh, you yeah. you don't have to well, know where to administer it. You just administer. Assuming yeah. that it can be administered anywhere, which I'm going to assume that's part of what the side was doing. Yeah, yeah, that's how that that would have been designed. Right. So, but it also did damage twice. So it did the first round of damage, and then your effect. It did a second yeah. round. Yeah. So it did. It so actually did even more so. That's damage. a lot of not yeah, eighteen yeah. knockout damage. I'm really surprised that wasn't enough to to knock him out. But again, uh, cyborg all went. I'll take right, it. it. I it still all, had fun. It all comes so. back down. It all comes back down to how many um, how many wounds he had. Uh, so uh, yeah, it yeah. would have definitely worked on a normal Klingon. Absolutely would have worked on a normal Klingon. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, that's what the the little the when you saw in his eye the 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 matrix thing going on that was the body his body fighting off the infection the yeah the, the virus or mm -hmm. whatever it is the muted the the thingy that Dasavi did <laughs> so Evelyn has closed her eyes and is now meditating to sleep yes so that is our sign that we're probably struggle bussing um so on that note uh, we'll see you guys next week and roll credits. Mm -hmm.